show announcement. Um, once again, my dumbass uh, recorded with the microphone too close to my nose. And you might hear some breathing periodically throughout the episode. My apologies. Uh, I have to get a new mic or just change the way I'm wearing it. Um, enjoy the show. conversation yeah guy said to another guy he said for the life of me i don't know what lgbtq means and the other guy said what you don't know what that means he said well people have been telling me but i can't seem to get a straight answer out of anybody and he said that with a straight face nice to talk to you again huh oh great and (laughs) and we hit the ground running (laughs) (laughs) took you you half a second yeah it took me a beat and i was like oh okay (laughs) Uh, you get out of practice so fast well i was gone for two well three weeks but two weeks on the road uh nine states uh, 4,000 miles and uh, yeah we went all through the Midwest a bit a bit did a big loop for my vacation so that's folks that's why I've been gone for a while the week before I had half a show recorded I didn't want to put that out and uh, I had a two-week vacation and so I was on the road for for two weeks straight and now I'm home, and now you we're back. back. And you made it back alive. Well, you know, it gave me a lot. I had a lot of misconceptions. I mean, some of it's just downright true, even though I didn't experience it. Obviously, it's true. But I didn't have any bad, you're not from around here conversations. <laughs> or you're not from around here boy conversations. Well, you were in the Midwest, not the South. I mean, well, Midwest, these are all flyover red states. I, I know. Mean, I saw a I ton, know. Of, ton of trucks with their Trump flags. It was a lot of that shit. I know, but you and I both know that, that you ain't around here, boy. That's deliverance country. And, well, the and, Appalachians. And, yeah, that's deliverance country. But the, the Midwest, they're a little more, they'd be a little more slick with their racism. They'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. You can't wear those Jordans into here. Don't, now, now, don't mind the fact that those. Those those fifteen other white customers have Jordans on. We just don't like yours, sir. Okay, that's all. Uh, they were very nice. They're all yeah. howdy, nigger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's how nice they are. You're no, I didn't seem like a good nigger to me. I, like <laughs> I honestly didn't have any of that. I mean, I told. I think I told you a story uh, about North Carolina when the waiting in the pastry shop. <laughs> what kind of what kind of stuff you want here, nigger? Huh? Well, no. Uh, want, so some maybe water, I... want some watermelon pie? What are you looking like, for? No, no like because uh, Shell was on the road for a solid month. She was in North Carolina, then she was in Georgia, 
And then I met her. Then she came back uh, to Vancouver slash Portland. And then the very next day, oh, she was in Denver for a while. Then the very next day, uh, she was home for one day. Her, Ellie's and I went on our excursion. But um, I can honestly say I didn't experience a couple of times. I thought I was going to hear some bullshit. But the only time I really had bullshit was at um, uh, was in uh, I think I told the story already in North Carolina for her sister's wedding. Start did the story, it, and I'll tell you if I heard it. Okay, uh, uh, folks, if I did tell a story before, I apologize. But I've told it so many times, so I felt I told it on the podcast, but maybe not. Anyway, uh, went to North Carolina for her sister's wedding. Mm-hmm. And but Kitchell was part of the wedding party, of course. So she was there a couple of days before I got there. I, t- I, I, you know, I got off work, uh, or no, 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 it was a Friday. So after I got off work, um, I went home and got all my shit together, took a nap, woke up, and caught the red eye to North Carolina. I had a layover and uh, like a three hour layover, but I get there in the morning. She picks me up from the from the um, airport, and we're on our way to the hotel. Now, on the way to the hotel, she's like, oh, you know, she's telling me about all these cool little places that she thinks we, I'd like. And it's so funny. Uh, uh, that's one thing I, I, you know, we went to this uh, artisan bakery that she liked. And she's like, yeah, just get a few pastries, get what you want. And so I get there. And what I'm already staggered by how cheap everything is. Mm-hmm. It is so crazy. If this bakery was in Portland or even Vancouver for that matter, uh, if I would have got what we got was a, was a lot of stuff, it would have been like 60, 60, 65 bucks easy. There, it was barely 20. I mean, I just couldn't get over how cheap everything was. The cost of living is so low. The gas is so much cheaper. Anyway, we make our order, and they're getting it together. And so while we wait, we kind of step aside to this little area where everyone's kind of waiting for their pastries. And there's already two women there. And Kishel goes to the bathroom. Now, there's music being piped through the, through the, uh, through the store or through the, through the bakery. And it's, you know, just light stuff. But the Dukes of Hazard theme comes on, you know, just a good old boy. boy. Never mean to know. Now, these two women in front of me are probably in their late 20s, mid to late 20s, if I were to guess. And especially by the conversation. Now, where we're in the area we're in, they're not talking to me and they're not talking especially loud, but we're in a tight area. So I can hear them just as clearly as you can hear me now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, one of the girl, one of the women says to the other one, she's like, "Oh, what is this song? I know it. My dad used to play it all the time." <laughs> and then the other one was like, "Oh, I, I can Shazam it." So she starts to pull out her phone, and I just lean forward just a slight bit, and I say, "It's uh, Waylon Jennings." And it's uh, it's, and she's like, "Oh!" And she turns around, and she's like, "How did you know that?" And I was like, "Oh, I'm I'm old." <laughs> I was like, I was a kid when the song was popular. It's a Dukes of Hazard theme song. And then she proceeds to go, 
oh, I get that, but how do you know it? Ooh. And I was like, I it was so it was such a shock. That's so that's like, subtle. I like was, that. I like that. I was like, uh what? <laughs> and I was like, and then I just I just fired back with well, contrary to belief, <laughs> just because I'm black doesn't mean I only know rap music. <laughs> and then she just seemed all offended, and her friend kind of gave her a look like, Well, you you know, you kind of asked for this. Yeah, you opened and the it, door for that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, but she seemed offended. And she didn't say anything, and then her order came up, and then she walked out the door, and then as if it was a show, Gashelle walks out of the bathroom. But we already started out the day. I didn't want to tell her, oh, I already ran into some bullshit five minutes into North Carolina. But that was the only time I ran into any bullshit. Everyone was super nice. Now, when we went to the Midwest, it was the same thing. Everyone was super nice. It was fucking crazy. Even one time I went to go fill up, right? There's this trucker. We're at a truck stop. There's this guy that's like filling up like a F-250 or F-350. He's got on the he's got on the trucker kind of country boy uh, uniform. He's got the hat. He's got the cowboy boots, the tight jeans. Every he's got the whole uniform, and uh, he's staring at me. And I'm in my you know we're in the Prius, so I couldn't look more more blue state. And uh, mm-hmm. you know with with my white girlfriend and my mixed daughter, who everyone just assumes is our daughter because why wouldn't you assume why it? wouldn't they yeah wouldn't yeah <laughs> so uh he's just staring at me and we're like across from each other and so i'm like uh, i'm you know me i'm not like i'm not looking for confrontation but i i don't walk away from it so i just stare at him and i'm like oh we're, if we're gonna do this we're gonna fucking do this and he's just so i'm filling up my tank my tank he's filling up his and we're just staring at each other across the across the aisle and then finally, he's like, go, excuse me. And I was like, oh, here we fucking go. Say something. Say something. I will walk across there and just start tuning you up. And he's like, are you from Washington? And I was like, oh. yeah. <laughs> he's like, I was just through there. Because uh, the plates are Washington plates because it's Cashel's car. So, you know. And uh, he's like, uh, I was just through there. Uh it's nice. Uh, do you uh, what part? I was like, I'm actually from Portland. Anyway, he just wanted to chat me up, and he had, probably hadn't seen a black person in I don't know weeks or maybe even years. But he was just wanted to chat me up. Turns out he's a big Kiss fan too. So I was like, well, I guess you can't judge a book by its cover. So your ability to like a horrible cover band saved your life is what you're telling me. You can go straight to hell. Yeah, a, that felt so cover? good. God, that felt good. Oh. They don't do they don't do covers. Come on, so man, what? How are they? Please, how are they? Your a anger cover is band? fueling me. It's making me stronger. <laughs> it's taking the pain away from my body. Come on, Shit. please, rage, rage. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. Uh, they don't. They don't do any covers. They're not a cover band. Oh, anyway, they're a terrible cover band. <laughs> you know, I'm not taking. I'm not. I'm not taking the bait. Damn not it! Today. Come on, man. Help a brother out. Not today, Satan. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was just, uh, you know, everyone was super nice. We went to Meow Wolf, which was fucking awesome. Which is like a Meow interactive. Wolf? Meow Wolf is like an interactive, really huge interactive. Um, museum of art and 
and it's it was mostly for Eloise because Eloise, you know, is kind of an artist. You know, well, not kind of, she is. But uh, it was for her when we went to Denver. And there's there's four of those. There's three museums. There's one in Denver. There's one in Vegas, and there's one in I think Georgia. I can't remember what the other location is. Anyway, it was super expensive to go. But it was really, it was something that was supposed to be just for Eloise that we, you know, she's going to get kicked out of this. But the three of us ended up loving it. And I want to go to the one in Vegas next year. Um, I'll send you pictures of where, what I'm talking about, but it's better. But it's, it's an, it's, it's a museum that it's interactive. You just, and if you follow it according to, you get these cards and you put, in in every like room you go to you put the card and get download information and it tells a story it's just a it's a crazy thing it's really fucking cool but uh we did so uh we you know everyone was super nice we stayed in denver for a while we stayed in shell's hometown in north or south dakota uh nebraska sucks and yeah, that's good but corn and it was just flat it was just oh it was just ugh, awful Mm-hmm. We just drove through it. We didn't really stay, but it sucked. Um, Utah was cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, we went to you know Salt Lake and just stayed in a little town. It was really cool. Um, I've been to Utah, and we went to we went to the Arches. Uh, that was fucking awesome. In St. Louis? No, no, no. I, no, there's the Arches are in in Utah. You said arches. I only arches. The no, only you're arch thinking. Of, you're thinking. You're thinking of the building. I'm talking about. Yeah, that's the, all I know. I, so I was, I'm talking I like about the the space. rock the rock structures. It almost looks like. Uh, oh, I have no idea what you're talking about. Never seen it. I'll send you pictures. I'll send you pictures of all this. I'll put it in our text. I'll put it in our uh, group group page. I'll put these pictures up because I know you're not on Facebook and you're not on Instagram, really. Or yeah, you are on Instagram. You haven't seen any of I the just, pictures. I on just my don't. I, no, I, I I look through. I don't know what's been happening lately. I haven't posted anything on Facebook in God knows how long. I haven't. But you're usually on usually on Instagram. Yeah, I look at videos. I haven't posted anything, and I look at the stuff you send, so I'll see stuff, but I don't like. I don't know. It's it's weird. My my social media thing now. I'm I'm kind of a kind of addicted to, to TikTok short videos right now, and getting randomly angry at videos that have nothing to do with me. So. Weird. Yeah, I know it is. It, it's odd. Well, I posted all the pictures of of our uh, of our vacation and uh, your excursion. Yeah, so I will send you those pictures, you fucking weirdo. Yeah. Even all though right. you, even though Stephanie's seen them all, you, I can't believe you've uh, never even bothered. Uh, I look, Jesus Christ, you're man. you're the worst. You're the worst friend. You're okay. the worst. Yeah, the I know. Worst. Yeah, and 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 and, and, and you managed to come to my ninety six year old grandmother's funeral. Who's the worst friend now? Yeah. Oh, nice, nice try. Uh, I was, yeah, bitch. Who's the worst person now? Huh? I was in Wyoming when that happened. No, you weren't. He refused to come. He said, "Screw your grandmother. <laughs> I'm not coming." That's what he did. And I was like, "Oh, that's how it is." He's like, "Yeah, that's how it is." <laughs> I was like, "Wow." Well, my is. condolences. Uh, but she had a hell of a run. Ninety-six. Oh, yeah, Ninety-six is a pretty good run. It was. Uh, it was a rough three days, man. I mean, it, it was a three days celebration morning type thing we had a we had the viewing and then we had uh uh the burial and then we had uh dinner i think that's how it went i'm not 100 sure it was kind of a blur but 
I was there in the house. Like she was in, she went to the hospital. You know, this woman had hepatitis B and her liver has been dead for God knows how long. They think she's had hepatitis B for like 50 years. Wow. And never had any pain from it or nothing. So I, it's another testament to how powerful she was as a human being. She never complained about it at all. Ne- never, ever. And, um, you know, she was, uh, she was basically gone in the hospital, but when I came in, she recognized me. So I was pretty happy about that. And then, uh, they got her to her house. She passed in her house, which is what she wanted to do. So I went to the house, you know, everybody's, you know, people aren't crying or anything, but you know, they're sad and everything, you know, I'm trying to make jokes, console, you know, console everybody. Oh yeah. She's 96. It's not like, right. Well, you got to wait for it. It, it. it gets pretty ugly after that. Um, so I'm sitting there looking at her, you know, and, you know, she's gone. And apparently my cousin's wife, which I didn't know about till my mother told me, and my mother was pissed off to no end about it, was kept trying to close her eyes and her mouth like you do in the movies. And it's like, it's, it doesn't work that way. You can't no. do that. And my mother was like, she shouldn't be doing that. That's not her place to do that. I'm like, she didn't do it to be an asshole, mom. She did it because she thought she was making it easy for everybody to, to look at her. And then, so they get ready to think, they find the, the, the funeral home finally comes. And then my aunt and everybody just breaks down as after my cousin said, uh, well, it's the last time granny will ever be leaving this house. And then they, then they just all burst into tears. They were crying mommy and this and that. And uh, I was fine, you know, at that point. And then when I went to the, to the viewing, it's so, it's so hard to explain. I don't even know. I don't. It, it's re- most people don't understand what I mean when I say this. It's like seeing her in the viewing was worse than seeing her immediately passed for me. Here's why: when you saw her in the bed, you knew she was gone. You could see it. She was gone. No coming back. That's it. Closure. My grandma's gone. I'll never talk to her again. We're good. What they did to her in that for that viewing, it looked like she was gonna sit up and call my name and tell me to help her pull out of the coffin. It was too good, and it uh-huh. just it just fucking broke me. I was I was like I can't I can't do this I can't, and I left. Um, and then all of a sudden they decided to have a uh, the family close the casket when the when the when the place closed. I wasn't there for that. I was outside. I didn't even know they were going to do that. And apparently, the theater, the uh, the the funeral home guy, didn't know that either. So he was like, ah, I, "I told him. I said I would have been there for that." He said, "I didn't know it was going to happen either." And, and then they closed it. And then you know we, you know, my dad didn't want to go. Obviously, seventy six years of seeing someone every day. You know, he didn't want to go. But I told my uncle, his little brother, to go pick him up, and he did. And um, and so we the bury her and my aunt decides the the funeral home guy said something in passing he said you know um sometimes families like to see you know the person be put into the ground you know they they they, they see that you know but i've never had the family see that before my aunt overheard that and said i want to do that without talking to my uncle my other aunt or my father she just unilaterally said we're going to watch our grandmother their mother get 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 put into the ground, which is tra- traumatizing to to no end. By the way, because you can't get much fi- more final than that. 
And then the casket almost tipped over, which was even worse. But so when they put her in and they put her down, my aunt Louise looked at me and she said, well, that's that. And I went, I'm sorry, what'd you say, Louise? That's that? I'm like, you did this, didn't you? She's like, I sure did. And I'm like, I, I, I wanted to cuss her out so badly for putting us all through that because my aunt, as much as I love her, she's white people crazy. And you know the definition of that, so I don't have to explain that. You know? yeah. she, she just is. She, she's white people crazy. And she... And then the next day... And, and for the people who don't know, he means clinically crazy. Oh, right. I, I guess I can explain real quick. Like With black people, they... They always have a crazy friend who's eccentric, you know, kind of loud, you know, oh, oh, Nathan, he's just crazy. Don't worry about Nathan, you know. When white people say their relative is crazy, that means he's been medicated, diagnosed, arrested, yeah. jailed, yeah. you know, I mean, <laughs> committed. I mean, when they say a relative's crazy, he is, it's, it's all that. It's two totally different things. And my aunt is, is white people crazy. So... She decides to bring bear mace to the to to the thing, um, the memorial, which was the next day, because she thought that everybody was going to be mad at her for whatever reason. Nobody but me knew what she did. No one knew what she did but me, and I didn't tell anybody. Uh-huh. So yeah, I'm like, I'm not going to start a fight today. Just screw that, you know, screw her and that. Um, so you know, everybody's giving speeches and stuff. I had to give one at the last minute, and. The only thing I had to worry about was not cussing because I sometimes I curse words just roll off the tongue. You know, I don't even realize I'm cussing and until someone says, "You realize you just said fuck 15 times in the last five minutes." You realize that? Uh, <laughs> sorry, I did not know that. So you know, I get up on stage and I, you know, apparently I said I dropped I dropped the hell bomb, which I didn't realize I did. Um, you know, I talked about Markel. Well, you know, I'll never be able to ask her why she called me that. She never called me Marcel as long as I as long as I've been alive. She's never once said Marcel. Never once. Never once has she said Marcel. I actually thought for a long time she didn't know my name or that my parents gave me the wrong name. I didn't know what it was until I was about seven or eight years old. Where I was like, okay, my name is actually Marcel. Marcel was just something my grandma calls me. Okay, that's that's the separation between the two. Got it. That's crazy. And uh, so, you know, we do our thing. You know, I'd give a little speech, you know, and, and you know, uh, my other, my cousin from my mother's side was there and he just had a major heart surgery where all four of his uh, ventricles were plugged up. He almost died. They cracked his whole chest open. And, uh, you know, he's got a 10 year lifespan on his surgery and he was there. You know, he remembered Granny a little bit. We talked for a while. Um, so, it was okay, you know, but watching the her kids act like sometimes they, they I don't know I, I I sometimes I come off like like I'm callous and and cold hearted. I'm gonna miss Granny because of the holidays, and plus she was my grandmother for God's sake. You know, I had her for fifty years, fifty one years. That's crazy you that she I mean? lived so long because most people yeah. our age grandparents died a long time ago. Exactly, exactly. And my dad had his mother for seventy six years. Yeah, that's think nuts. about that. And they never fought. Seventy-six year relationship with someone, and you never fought with them. That's pretty traumatic, you know. And my thing has always been, you know, I know it's sad, but 
you guys had to know this was coming. I mean, exactly. Six, you know? It's not a surprise. Yeah, and I sounded, and, and, every, and you know, my brother was here, and he kept saying you sound so heartless because you say it so matter-of-factly. I'm like, I don't mean to sound I, like that. I, don't, I honestly don't think that's, that's even out of line. Right. I mean, if someone said my uh, 96-year-old grandmother died, and they, if, they, if they asked what what happened i like are you are you fucking serious yeah, she's 96, 96. yeah oh uh, she flipped her vet <laughs> exactly like, right? a motorcycle accident what do you yeah. think yeah. <laughs> what do you you know and you know oh and I, I told a story about how somebody called her house i don't know who she was talking to but she was getting annoyed at the person on the phone and she looked at me and she winked and she said look i'm tired of you asking me what i'm doing i'm watching porn for god's sake i fell off the couch in, in tears laughing this 94 year old woman is telling someone she's watching porn. It was one of the greatest, <laughs> some of the greatest moments of my life, actually. Listen to that, you know. And, and it's just like I just felt like they, 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 and when they were in the hospital, you know, I'm kind of jumping around a little bit. I'm trying to keep this in, in chronological order, but I'm jumping around a little bit. When she was in the hospital, I, I talked to my cousin and I was like, you know, she's not gonna make it out of here, right? You can, you know, she, she's not getting better. And I didn't know about the B at the time. No, you got to stay positive. You know, she's getting stronger. I'm like, she's 96. She's not going to make it. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I wish I could be more positive, but she's not going to make it. Yeah. And, and even though I was prepared for it, it was still a, a major blow because the matriarch of the family is gone now. You know what I mean? It, it was right. It was a, it's not like, you know, an uncle died or an aunt died. I mean, this was the woman that ran everything. You know, she was the anchor of the whole family. And it's like, even though I knew this day was coming, it was still, you know, devastating to to, to deal with. But I knew it was coming, you know, and I wasn't as broken up as like, like you said, if she, you know, was like 67 and, you know, she tripped down the stairs and broke her neck kind of thing. You know, that's a little right. different than being 96 years old and just getting tired i mean she was just tired at the end she just kept saying how tired she was you know she just said i'm tired i'm tired and when someone that old says that buddy they're ready to check out you know they're ready to do whatever whatever comes next man they're ready to move on from this mortal plane you know and do whatever is next man and there ain't no stopping it you know and you know they made us these great books uh memory books about with her and it was uh it was a tough three days, man. But you know, she lived a great life, man. I can't be uh I don't know. I, I just can't I don't, I don't know. I can't feel too sad, but I feel real sad. You know what I mean? It's one of those no, I totally weird, get it. I yeah, totally get it. You're in that weird I'm still in that weird space where it's like the holidays are gonna be the worst time, you know, because that's when everybody went to her house, you know, and sat and she sat in her chair. You know that big chair by the by the door. You know, um, you know when you walk in, you look to. You've been in the house a couple times. You know that yeah. chair when you walk in, and you look to the right. That chair by that doorway with the curtain. She yeah. always sat in that chair, and it's like she won't be in that chair no more. You know, and it's gonna be it's gonna be rough. You know, so I don't know. I'm just just happy that she didn't go in pain. Happy that she died in her house. Happy that she lived 96 years. Happy that she had a lot of friends. There weren't a lot of people there, and I and I was a little upset about that. But I'm thinking, wait a minute, how many people are supposed to be at a 96 year old funeral? All her friends are gone. Yeah, I thought about that. I was like, wait a minute, she's 96. How many people are supposed to be here? 
except for direct family. I mean, how many people are supposed to be here? You know, I mean, if she was 30 and these amount of people showed up, you had work to do with, you know, with your personality. But right. when you're 96, everybody's gone. She said that once to me. She's like, everybody's gone, Markel. Everybody's gone but me. I, you know, he's tell her, you're going to live to be 100. And she always said, I don't want to live that long. I'm like, I, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you, you know, but, you know, she's gone now. So it, uh, it was tough. But now, on to some positive stuff. So as you saw in the text message I sent you, sir, I have been watching a lot of shit. Yes. Oh, before you go, uh, before you go forward, uh, one thing I just had to say about about my trip is mm-hmm. what, what I thought was crazy. Uh, Elwes and I, you know, we were ones that kind of noticed it when we stopped at a Walmart. We stopped at Walmart, and of course you did. And every Walmart down well, south got to. <laughs> well, there was a Walmart in. Wyoming, we stopped at one in North or South Dakota. We stopped at one in Denver. Every single one of them had the same exact thing. Um, Elvis and I went into the first one, and we, you know, we had to make a bathroom stop, mm-hmm. and we went in and it got a couple of things. And we're walking out, and we're not speaking. We're just walking, and Elvis looks over and she goes, "Is it weird? Is it weird to say?" just how clean that bathroom was and i was like right <laughs> every walmart in the midwest that we went to was super was two things really 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 clean mm-hmm. and and the bathrooms were really clean the whole place was really clean and everyone was really nice really nice and helpful and and they see you walking by it's like how are you doing today and it was almost like and that wasn't just the one we went into. That was every single one. And uh, it was how, bizarre. How creepy was that, man, to have get help in a Walmart? Yeah. And it was like, because Walmarts on the on the coasts, on the West Coast and East Coast, have the same rep reputation. It's just kind of where crazy people hang out, and you can just want to get your shit and get out of there. No one seems to really want be want to be there. Yeah, and, and the, the, the bathroom. Ba- yeah, and the bathrooms are just like public bathroom clean. It's just mm-hmm. not. You're not going to find shit on the walls, but it's not going to be great. Right. I'm telling you, they were... I took a picture of one of the bathrooms because it was so nice. It had, like, the mirrors. It had, like, the the light inside the mirror. And it had, like, mood lighting. And it had, along the border, like, of the floor, the light would would shoot up. It was, like, dim, like, mood lighting. It was, like, it was, like, Nordstrom bathroom nice. Like department store, nice. It was so bizarre. And that was every single one we went into. It was so bizarre. Wow. Huh. Okay. The bathroom was so clean. I'm not a germaphobe, but I'm a bit of a, you know, I'm like germaphobe adjacent. If 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 I go to a public restroom, I'm putting down like half of those those toilet seat covers i'm grabbing like seven or eight of them and putting them down if i have to sit down in the bath in the stall mm-hmm. it was so clean if i like had to go really bad and i sat down without using one of the one of the one of the uh paper things mm-hmm. i would have been okay with it that's how clean they were 
Wow. It was nuts. And at first I was like, well, this is just, this is just uh, uh, oasis of Walmarts. But no, it was every single one we went into in the Midwest was like that. It was <laughs> so crazy. All oh, right. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. All right. So, so you have a t- me on the other hand, I don't have a lot that I uh I the little I did see um it'll be in the segment I have with Evan that will come up after after this after our episode is up, but I was for 2 weeks I didn't watch next next to nothing. So go for it. All right. Let's start off with this rumor here and then we'll get into what I watched. Did you hear the rumor that the Rock might be playing Apocalypse? Oh no. Yeah. He's officially I'm almost done with him because what he's doing now is what I was afraid was going to happen with these comic book movies. Instead of concentrating on getting great actors, now the celebrity actors are coming. And that's going to I think kill the product eventually when you start getting these A-listers, these 20 million dollar picture people coming in, you know, because when you look at the first you know, phase one and two and three, those guys really didn't have a name. I mean, Terrence Howard was the biggest name in Iron Man, for God's sake. You know, I mean, you didn't even know who these other people were, you know? And and now you're going to bring the rock over, who's the Black Adam in the other universe? Now, this is, this is a rumor. So let's start with there. This is a rumor. It's not fact. I've heard nothing of it. And Marvel are not star fuckers. They're just not. If you go through all the other movies, they always have a big name uh, that the people who want to do it. They still put story first. Foggy's still running the boat, yeah. uh, running the show. I don't think they're going to go the way. I mean, the, we you look at all the other movies, they all have big names in them. We've seen um, Maria Louise Dreyfus. We've seen William Hurt. We've seen Robert Redford. We've seen... Um, uh, they made Sam Jackson like a big, you know, a big character. So this, this is, this is very Marvel. If they were to have a big name, it's not like they're going to switch their format all of a sudden. And and I, I don't buy that one bit because Marvel, if they use him, I which I doubt, I doubt it. I seriously doubt it. He's too entrenched in the DC stuff, and it is. And it, let's say they let's go let's go with they are going to use him. Okay. Do you really think they're? <laughs> do you really think they're going to let Rock rock it up with what they're doing? If he can't, if they've turned people away, yeah, they they've have. fired people, yeah, who don't want to play ball. Like they're Ed not going to take, yeah, they're not going to take any of his shit. So he's like, you do what we want you to do, and if you don't have a, you have a problem with that. You need us. We don't need you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm not worried one bit, especially since they got these powerhouses in the past. They've, uh, who else have they been? Oh, uh, uh, she played um, Death. Um, what's her face? In Ragnarok. Oh, I still have. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, 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 Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. Blanchett. Yeah. You have these giant. A-listers in their movie. They have them in all their movies. So that doesn't doesn't mean anything. And none of them have derailed it. They were not allowed to derail it. Yeah, I know. That's why they that's why uh Edward Norton had no chance of reprising. Yeah, Edward Norton wouldn't play ball, kept trying to be Edward Norton. They're like, look, 
And when the when the movie was done, and that wasn't even Marvel proper yet. No, yeah, they they were like, dude, you're not gonna rewrite the script. You're not gonna tell us what to do. This is what these are your lines. We can talk about improvising here and there, but you're not gonna rewrite the whole thing, dude. It's I not, love how he tries to. Happen. I love how he tries to make it seem like it was his choice. But Foggy was like, when they finally got the reins of when they got, you know, when they got the Hulk. They, they were like, no, we're not using Norton. Or not, ah. We're not doing that. I wouldn't have used him either. All right, so uh, let's start with the two Spider-Man movies. I saw both of them. Uh, All right. The one with Mysterio and this Jesus. the other one. Um, the one with Mysterio was not not terrible. I I enjoyed I've... it. I knew what mostly what was going to happen anyway, so it wasn't... Um, there were no surprises. You know, it was a, kind of, to me, a typical Spider-Man movie. The other one, um, the three Spider-Men were kind of nice. You know, they had they actually played a big part in the movie, which was cool. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a cameo. It was right. part of the They plot. were actually a big part of the plot. Now, here's the one thing I had. You said that when Aunt May died, you felt it. You know, you, know, you felt sad and all. Yeah, or Marissa Torme, I thought it was... I was like, you dumb broad. This is what happens when you try to act like you know what's best. Here's my problem with that. If she had a just let him push that button on that box, she'd be alive right now. Okay? Push the button on the box. Strange was trying to send them back to their time, and Peter didn't want them to, and neither did she, because they were going to die. It's like, oh, you yeah. don't know who you're dealing with. You don't know if these guys are, are Hitler or Leopold or Stalin. You don't know who they are. But you want to save them? Not everybody deserves a second chance. And when the goblin basically killed her, I was like, "Good, you do good and piece of crap." This is what happens when you when when you mess around with stuff you don't know nothing about. Listen I didn't feel you. nothing for her. Jeez, I was so angry when they didn't when they when, when Peter just kept. And that's the thing about Peter. It's like he's always trying to save everybody. And I'm like, dude, knock it off. Well, that's. That's that's just true to the comic. I know, and that's, that's how he lost his girlfriend. That's how he lost MJ. Trying to yeah, save, trying to say that's how he lost his grandfather because he yeah. wouldn't grab up that dude as he ran by. It's like I don't know, dude. I, I just I did not have the, any of those feelings at all for for that death. I was just totally like, good. Let's move on with the story. Jeez, cold hearted. It cold. was. Now Hawkeye. The first episode was shit. I was so bored that I put it away for six months. Got back into it. It turned out to be pretty good. Uh, yeah, I only told you six, seven months ago. I know, and then uh, <laughs> and I don't and I don't care. So I guess I'll do what you always do. Spoiler alert! Um, <laughs> well, these these are even well, though it's been out for what two they, years. Well, Hawkeye's been out for a year almost. Uh, Spider-Man: yeah, so, Far From Home, uh, two two three years, and uh, yeah, so screw it. When <laughs> Kingpin showed up, that was kind of cool. Yeah, that was cool. That was very cool. I was like, oh, okay. And he, we didn't get a body, so I don't think he's dead. No, he's not dead. Uh, D'Onofrio talked about that. He's not dead. And apparently Blade showed up in, in I, was it that one or was it Strange? No. Anyway, there no. was a voice because one of his, yeah, he, that was one of them. And it was like a that was at the end of Eternals. Got it. Yes. Okay. Uh, the, the guy, Jon Snow guy. Uh, yeah. He was going to touch the sword, which yes. you know, which was going to turn him into the Black Knight. And you heard, uh, I wouldn't do that for you. And that was Voice of Blade, yeah. Version Ali. Now, Doctor Strange. You know, 
I couldn't imagine how angry Wanda would have been if those kids had been real. I mean, she got so angry over two made-up kids and a fucking synthoid. Imagine if those kids that came out of her and Vision was a real man, what she'd have done. It was, the level of rage was just incomprehensible to me. Plus, I didn't realize that bitch was that powerful. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. She just walked through everybody. Remember, she was... Uh well, Foggy said that she's at this well up until that moment, she was the most powerful, uh, uh Marvel superhero. Yeah, but right, I remember when she grabbed up Thanos. I mean, Thanos was like, you know, rain fire. Wait, I could kill our troops. I don't care. It could kill me too. Get her off of me. You know? Yeah, and he still had a he still had the gauntlet on. Yeah. Yeah, and she I, was and doing, I, and she was doing that to him. And she was just like, and then, but then you think back to the fight they had. I, I think it's because she was divided in her thoughts as to why Thanos was able to knock her around in that fight in Wakanda and get the get that last stone, because she mopped him up pretty easily in Endgame, but in that fight scene and the one before that, she didn't win. And I'm like, that's kind of an inconsistency in power, I think. From what I could tell, I didn't. I'm not sure. If- well, the difference between the Wanda of uh, Infinity War and the Wanda of of um, Endgame and Beyond. Uh, uh, or, 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 yeah, I'm sorry, Endgame and the Wanda of um, yeah, of Endgame and Wanda Vision, uh, right? And, yeah, th- that Wanda versus the Wanda in Doctor Strange three or two. Is it two? Yeah, it's two. Yeah, the multiverse number two. Yeah. Um is she had been reading from the Book of the Dead. Yeah, the so Dark she Hole. yeah, and she became and doing that, she became the Scarlet Witch. So she went from being powerful to being godlike. Yeah, she was one. Which okay. which which was the f- the small criticism I had of that movie. She could make realities. She could have just made those kids again. Yeah, why didn't without, she? Without doing anything, she could have just remade those kids. She could have used the book to put herself in another reality that she makes. Yeah. So it didn't. It didn't even. She didn't have to hurt anybody to do it. Yeah. Why didn't I, she do it? Uh, my guess is, don't look. The, don't read ahead. Uh, don't. They, you know. You know so yeah. Just it's, a hold, it's a hold in the writing. Yeah. It, just. Uh, just. Just watch what we got here. We didn't think about that, so let's not talk about that. See, I wonder if during the brainstorming for the, because uh, I'm sure there was multiple writers on this, if they looked at each other and went, uh, "Do we just ignore this big giant hole, or do we find I'm a way sure. out of this?" I'm just, sure. What do we do here? I'm. I'm bet. I'd bet money. They didn't think about it, and then when it did come up, or even if it did come up, they was like, "Well, we'll just let's not focus on it. We can't fix it now." No, because they're usually really good with that kind of shit. But uh, it was like I remember when the movie was over, I was like, "She's strong enough to create realities. I mean, she can already change them. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't she just? Why couldn't she just, you know, make her own and then put herself there? What, what, what it was what, when she told." When she told Strange that, "Hey, I can put you in a reality to where you, you know, you get your, you know, yeah, him and Christine, are together, yeah, you can, yeah. you, you're together." And then I remember thinking, right when she said that, "Yeah, why don't you just do that for yourself?" 
Yeah, you dumb broad. What are, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, are you? Do you just want to start ripping people's heads off? That, so, so, yeah. But she did. She did the. She did away the Illuminati quick. Oh, and I was so happy to see uh, 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 Patrick Stewart back. But did you hear the dude from um, uh, the Mandalorian? And, and you better call Sal that black dude with the slick hair. He's going to be the supposedly the next Professor Xavier when they re-imaging. Oh, really? Yeah, that brother. And I'm like, that could be interesting. Well, you well, you remember we talked about this years ago, and I remember you and I were talking about who would we if we recast. The X Men, who, who would it be? And I remember saying it was um, uh, they can't be a he can't be a Holocaust survivor because the youngest Holocaust survivors in his late eighties right now. Yeah. So, what atrocity are they going to have to pull from? And I think you and I talked about Rwanda as a good one, and yeah, or or the Armenian genocide is another one. Yeah. But uh, he can't. He can't. You know, we really can't go with Jewish because the Holocaust is too far removed from now. So I remember uh, we, we, you and I did talk about going with a race change and changing the atrocity to like something more current. And Rwanda is pretty fucking current. Yeah, that, that's that's what I was thinking too. Uh, the brother's name is Giancarlo Espino, es, es, Esposito. Esposito. Yeah, he would make a great Xavier. He has gravitas yeah he does and presence uh, yeah. i mean you see the way he played i know you didn't watch uh uh mandalorian but when he played the grand moff the uh, grand moff oh, what was his name and i watched the first season of the mandalorian i just haven't seen the, the rest of the other seasons but i watched the entire first season. i know you're talking about yeah when he played that character it's like he, he has like residence uh, no i i totally support that yeah the guy is it. oh he's a great actor and then uh, I finally finished NCIS. Pretty proud. Pretty proud of that. Uh, the new season starts here pretty soon. Actually, it's it's I I, I enjoy. It. Um, now, I did get into Picard. I saw season two. Phenomenal work, bro. I mean, really. Q, the storyline. Oh my god, it was gorgeous. They they even hinted a little bit into the mirror darkly uh, world. Oh, it was. It was just real. I think I watched all ten of them in a row. I didn't even take a break. It was so good. I I didn't think it, the first season was kind of meh. This one was fan fucking fantastic. I was like, bravo, sirs. Then you got Star Trek: Strange New Worlds with uh, Commander Pike or Captain Pike. I'm starting to wonder if I have to remove. Kind of, it feels like blasphemy to even say the words, but. Where I have to remove Cisco as the number one captain in my eyes and put Pike there. Really? Yeah. I the thing is, Anson Mount plays Pike in such a way that I've always wanted. I've always wanted to be a leader like this guy. I've always. I've never wanted to be that you know, blamey leader, yelling and cussing kind of dude and and standoffish and aloof kind of leader. I've always wanted to be the the guy who's you know. One of the guys off the off the uh, off the off the job, and even on the job. But when it's time to go to work, they know it's time to go to work. And they go, "Yes, sir, we'll get it done." You know what I mean? That kind of leader, and that's what he is. I mean, this guy makes a pirate voice on the on the on the bridge. <laughs> He's like, "Yar, mateys." I'm like, "Are you kidding? You're the captain. You're not supposed to do stuff like this." 
Picard would never have done that. He cooks <laughs> he cooks meals for his crew. For God's sake. I mean, and laughing and joking with them. He knows their families. He knows their kids. I mean, actually knows them, not like written in a file knows them. He knows them enough to talk to them. I love this dude. I love the character. And he also knows how he's going to turn out, too, which is a big part of the show right now. And also the Gorn are a big part of the show. He knows how it's going to turn out? Yeah, he knows what's going to happen to him. How? He got a vision on Borath um, in in Discovery where uh, they showed him his his future. In 10 years, he's going to end up in that wheelchair all burnt up. And he's uh, trying to figure out a way out of it right now. You know, he knows he's got 10 years to do it. He's trying to figure a way out of it. And he hasn't been successful so far, but he's working on it. Um, then I watched Prey, which was a what you think? brilliant movie. Oh, my God. I, I think Prey. it's the best Predator movie since the first one. Yeah, it is. I would say the Predator, the first one, the second, uh, that one, and then everything else. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's it's damn good. It really was, dude. And I love the fact that they told you where the gun came from. That was fantastic. Yeah, that was cool. Now I just got to figure out how the Predator got, got it back from her. Yeah, got yeah. it back. How'd that happen? That's what I want to know. But the fact that we know where it came from was even better. Oh, that was such a good I've seen it twice. Such a good movie. Such a it's good movie. a great movie. Two episodes of The Sandman on Netflix. Man. I still haven't seen it. Man. I'm going to watch it. I started to... I, well... Uh yeah, I, I everyone that I know that's seen it has liked it, but a lot of those people have read the read the graphic novels. Yeah, it's Neil Gaiman, so it's it's good. Yeah, but uh, I think you just got to give it more of a shot if you haven't really uh, got into it. I I can't speak on it one iota. I haven't seen one frame of it yet. It's just in my queue, mm. and I'm so behind. I still have to because I'm watching the shows with like I'm watching She Hulk. I haven't watched. I haven't seen yet, and uh, Ms. Marvel with Heather. Heather, God, I gotta stop doing that. Eloise mm-hmm. and Cashel on both shows, and we're gonna watch them when we're together. We still got three more episodes of uh, Ms. Marvel to finish, and then go straight into uh, She Hulk. Now, I think She Hulk is only half hours, half hour episodes. So, and uh, so that should be able to digest that pretty quickly and catch right. up. And then I tried to watch uh, Day Shift and the, and the new version of Doom. I couldn't get through half of either one of those. Those are awful movies. Just, just, just awful. The uh, new version of Doom? Yeah, the, they have a, they have a, there's another Doom movie on Netflix. The, not the one The Rock was in, but a different right Doom, and it's just it's just as bad. It's called Day Shift. No, Day Shift is a different movie. Day Shift oh. and Day Shift is. Uh, Jimmy Fox and Snoop Dogg play vampire hunters. And oh, I did see that. I did I, see that. I, I couldn't. It was. It was. You know what it was? It was okay. I, it was okay for a Netflix movie, but I'm not. You know, if I saw that in the theater, I'd be. I'd be pissed. Yeah, exactly. Glad <laughs> I didn't pay more than a monthly subscription for that shit. Uh, I saw all the Marvel one shots, which are pretty good. You know, the four minute, six minute little little little, little things, uh, just like group. I watched uh-huh. all of I Am Group, which was not bad. Uh, now, I saw The Eternals, and I couldn't decide if Icarus was Hyperion, Omni-Man, or what's the cast name from the, from the boys? Um, uh, home, uh, Homelander or Superman. Homelander, yeah. Or Superman. I couldn't figure out which one he was. He's he was kind one of them, but I couldn't imagine he was kind of a, one he was. 
He was kind of a uh, Superman allegory. Yeah, that's what I mean. He and he was, and I'm like, what am I looking at here? He can fly. He's got beams coming out of his eyes. He's basically invulnerable, but he's not. I was like, okay, I guess. Um, it wasn't terrible, like everybody said, but it wasn't very good. It was kind of slow ish. Um, I don't know. I don't. I really don't know what to think of it. Other than I, it, didn't, I didn't feel as that it was as bad as everyone said it was. It isn't. It's just it isn't as bad as everyone says it is. But it is a little slow. Yes. It's that I can slow. that I can agree with. It was it was, was kind of slow, and just I don't know. It just it seemed like it didn't fit in with the Marvel universe. You know yeah, I mean? it kind of felt separated. Yeah, it really did. You know, and their excuse for not fighting with them with Thanos is like, but couldn't Thanos have blipped you and uh, blipped you too? I mean, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, all life in the universe, he took half of it. What the Celestials and the and the Eternals weren't part of that? I'm so confused. Well, you've watched the movie, you know what? You know, spoiler, you know what they are. Yeah, they 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 aren't really beings at all. They were oh, okay. I, okay, there it is. They're 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 not really. You know what I mean? They're, there it they're, is. Okay, they're like plants and shit, kind of, sort of compared right. to human. I get. It. Okay, I get it. That 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 that, that makes sense because I was like, wait, but he's gonna blip you too, you know? But since they're not real, they're like data in a in a way. Yeah, they're almost like machines. Yeah, so they can't be blipped because they're not alive and he blipped every living thing. Right. Uh, half of all living, half all of life, rather. Yeah. I mean, they didn't they didn't know they were that, but that's what no. they were. Yeah, they didn't know that they had lived thousands of lives, apparently. Yeah. Um, I love the fact that Celestials have to be born by destroying the entire planet. I think that's kind of yeah, it's kind of metal. Yeah, that's like, ah, it's a little, little cold blooded. Don't you think there's not another way we can do this? You got to kill billions for one of y'all to live? <laughs> y'all got to find another way to, 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 to be born here. I mean, something. And then uh, last night I couldn't sleep, so I powered through Moon Knight. Oh, uh, what'd you think? I... It's it's more of a character study. Yeah. But uh, you know, it it's not like your typical. I thought Oscar Isaac did a great job, and you know we're getting the X Men or not X Men. You know we're getting uh, Fantastic Four, right? Uh, because I mean we're well, they are. Foggy already said during the during Comic Con that that's it's coming, but uh, when he's first coming to, he's in Latveria. And that's Doctor Doom's country. Yes. So once once I saw that truck sit left I was like, oh shit! It's, we're not gonna. We may not see him on this show, but we're definitely. It's, they're acknowledging, yeah, Doom's a thing. So you know that means uh, Fantastic Four is a thing. Oh, and let me jump back to uh, Doctor Strange real quick. There's something. There was a complaint I had about that. Why in the blue hell did Reed Richards think Stretchy was going to work against the Scarlet Witch? I don't know. I, that was just dumb. He should have been. All I can do is stretch. What do you well, I do thought he was. Do? I thought he was reaching out to like choke her or hold her still or wrap her up. <clears throat> That's what I thought he was going to do. But she was not having any of that. 
<laughs> she made Black Bolt blow the back of his head off, man. What did you think he was going to do, motherfucker? I was like, you'd be best to run and try to think of a plan or something. We need was, your brain, not your stretchy skills. What's wrong with you? When man? she was like, when she was like, Black Bolt could kill you with a word. She's like, what if he, even if he doesn't have a mouth? Yeah. I was like, oh, God, she's playing, she's playing hardball. <laughs> was like, yeah, he could keep one word from his mouth. She was like, what mouth? And I was like, <gasps> She she covered his mouth. Oh my god, she, she's so angry over fake kids. So angry. Oh. Um, so yeah, that that's pretty much what I went through um, these last uh, you know couple weeks. It's only been like two or three weeks since I started all this. Yeah, you saw a lot of shit. Yeah, just one night I decided, you know, I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna I'm gonna start. I'm gonna get these Spider Men out the way, and then it just kind of, I'm I'm like I said, I just kind of just fired through all of them. I'm almost there with um with finishing out the MC uh the MCU timeline and then I'll be fresh for um Black Panther which is the next one to come out cuz Thor is uh Thor is coming out uh the 9th. Oh, Love and Thunder? Yeah, on streaming. It'll be out the 9th. It is 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 fun. It's a fun ass movie. It's it's it, 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 the only thing my only criticism is that it tried to recreate the magic of Ragnarok but it it leaned a little too hard into the comedy for me. Ah, got it. Got because it. because Christian Bale as a villain, he was another really good villain. And and a sympathetic villain. But at the same token, I felt some of his villainy was undercut um was undercut with some of the comedy. Now, was he as sympathetic as uh, the Vulture from Spider-Man? Yeah. Really? Okay. Well, he, he did all his because he believed in a god. I mean, it's in the first five minutes. So I'm not really giving you a spoiler. But his his villainy stemmed from believing in a god that was real but was just a piece of shit and uh, didn't really care about the people he claimed to want him to worship him. Uh-huh. So he's like, all right, I got something for you. And they allowed his daughter to die when he begged and begged and begged. So his was grief, the loss of his daughter. Got it. Got it. And uh, he's just like, all gods got to die. They're all like this. There's no reason any of them should live. And he wasn't wrong. A lot of them were just shitty. Like Zeus was just a fucking asshole. And, uh, and uh, he's played by... Uh, um, it's almost unrecognizable because he plays him so almost like a almost like a almost like a racial slur. He just plays him like this uh like a parody of an Italian person or a Greek person. Um it's um Russell Crowe plays Zeus. Really? And, yeah, and Thor goes in for help. He's like, you know, we have all this power, we can help these people. And he's like, eh, when's the next orgy gonna happen? And he's like, yeah. I can't help any you guys suck. You know, it was that kind of a thing. Well, that sounds but, like a god, dude. I mean, really? When you well, you well, want. they're most most of them were like that. So that's why Christian Bale goes on his killing campaign. So he's a very sympathetic villain, but he's like a very serious villain. Mm. And that'd be undercut with a lot of the comedy that's in it. Some of it was funny, but one there's one joke that was really funny the first three times, but it's like a punchline uh, that is used to end a scene or open a scene. Mm-hmm. 
and it's just used one too many times. You'll see what I'm talking about, but it's still a fun movie. And it's really cool how they uh, they actually give Natalie Portman. Well, it's the only reason she did the movie. They give her something to do. I mean, she's uh, she's the uh, no, she's not the Almighty Thor. Yeah, she's the Almighty Thor. And uh, she's has a the hammer, and the hammer just assembles itself mm-hmm. and disassembles itself. It's one of its powers. She uses it uses it like bullets, and then it comes back, doubles back, and reforms. It's pretty badass, but um. It, it was a fun movie. You'll like it. Okay, good, good, good. I thought I, I was looking at the cast when you said that, and maybe I'm blind, but I thought I saw uh, Zachary uh, Levi in the movie. Zachary Levi? Uh, Shazam. Yeah, there he is. Uh, as who? What does it say? As who? Hey, because I know Idris Elba plays a... Um, yeah, a different just, version of him of uh, Hemdall, Hamdall. No, 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 he doesn't. He That's plays, not who it is. No, Idris is in it. Yeah, but he doesn't play a different version of him. Oh, he's actually Heimdall, except dead. Yeah, he was in Von Hala because he died oh. during battle. Okay, I, I thought it was like uh, just another version of, of Heimdall, but it's the same. Okay, yeah. Now, but all the scenes of him are in Von Hala. Um, yeah, exactly. His his sons. He has a son, a young son, and he's in the movie. It's 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 a great movie. It's fun. Uh, it's it's like you know how the first one is Thor trying to it's like a fish out of water. Yeah, and it's a little bit of that because he's like going through he's going through like a crisis. Like, you know, he's like getting back got back into shape, and he's just yeah, you just watch it, you'll like it. Yeah, I'm I'm waiting till the night, and I'm sitting down, and I'm uh, I'm gonna check it out. Uh, I still can't find any mention of Zachary Levi and what he's doing in this movie. I mean, I'm I looking through the cast. I'm trying to find. Yeah, if you're on Google and you go to the cast, he should be right under Tom Hiddleston. All right, I was looking at uh, IMDb. Oh yeah, I'm on Google and Dave Bautista, you know, guards the galaxy. Duh. Well, yeah, because he's with he open it opens with him with the Guardians. Yeah, that's what I figured, you know, because that's where he left. That's where they left off. But why would Shazam be in this? That make no sense. He's not as Shazam. So I'm aware, get... but I'm just saying. I don't. I don't know. I I, I don't know. I, I've always, I've always thought that they should limit crossover actors. It just, just thought it should just be limited. I don't mind them doing oh, it. Oh, Zachary Levi. Yeah. Um. He. Wait a minute. I don't. I, I don't it, care about that uh, cross pollinating. Well, I know you don't. It's my pet. my pet peeve. I don't mind a few actors doing. I just don't like it when you start. They start piling up the actors going from place to place. It just. I don't know. It takes away the continuity and the um, and the separation to me. Uh, he is. I'm looking at. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder. I don't. Oh, this is great radio. Um, <laughs> I'm going to. I don't. I, I'm looking it up. Uh, he's in Thor Ragnarok. And he's one of the. But he's not in Thor. He's not in Thor um, Love and Thunder. In Ragnarok, in Ragnarok, he was one of the. Like, you know, he had a small part. Like, you blink and you miss him. But 
Yeah, because I'm looking at I went to Love and Thunder cast he's, on Google, he, and there he is. Uh, he's not. He's not. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I know it doesn't matter. You'll see it. You'll you tell me if you see him. But he, as far as I can tell, he's not in it. Um, there. Remember uh, last episode a few weeks back, we were talking about how Batgirl is uh, it, they it got canned. They filmed the entire movie and it just did away yeah, with they it. They just shut it down. Yeah. Um. More news has come to light, and it's it's a little more insidious than that, um, than just a bad movie. It very well may be a bad, uh-huh. but there, uh, um, Warner Brothers, uh, is uh, there was a power struggle or HBO Warner Brothers. It was like a, a regime change, right? And uh, the new guy came from. Um, you're thinking of Disney Plus guy. I, I think I know where you're going with this. The Disney Plus guy, uh, he wants more Disney Plus and more people to go to the theaters instead of streaming. No, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about HBO, not not Disney Plus. The guy that's running HBO. No, no, no. Did I say I'm in Discovery? Yes, Discovery. And he that, wants. Um, yeah, I meant Discovery. He is uh, adding a shit ton. He's uh, severed the partnership with Warner Brothers, so I think next year we won't be getting movies that straight from Warner Brothers straight to the. You know, you won't have that option of going to the theater or seeing it on home, um, because or or the day and date window going straight to HBO Max, because he's from uh, this new guy is from. Um, he does a lot of reality TV. He he's the one that he worked on TLC and he and Discovery, and he wants to add a shit ton of of um, reality TV and do away with a lot of scripted stuff. And it doesn't look good. It looks it so looks he wants cheap, cheap, easy to produce stuff, which is what reality low, yeah, is. With, with the cost nothing to make and yeah, it's all as, as low brow stuff. Yeah, I, it, it, it looks bad. What it, it it could kill at least what HBO has built because HBO, in my opinion, was becoming my favorite streaming service because it has so much good shit. But now they'll lose a shit ton of movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they'll kind of have to start from scratch. I mean, HBO has a, uh, but what he wants to do might kill HBO. Yeah. I mean, HBO has also been the leader of like, uh, you know, up until Netflix, when Netflix came along, they were the leader in like, you know, remember it's not TV, it's HBO. They, right. They would just do. They did a lot. They broke a lot of bounds. They they made a lot of shows with diversity. Like you get shit like The Wire. Right now you have um, you have a, quite a few stuff with diverse cast, black and Hispanic people. You know, it's a lot of a lot of shit that reflects the people who actually watch it. But uh, this guy has everything he's done away with, like the Static Shock project. Batgirl, because we were first, you know, Batgirl was going to be Afro Latina. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of black shows may not come back. Everything he's killed is like something like twenty shows. Nineteen of them are people of color. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Oh Jesus, yeah. 
He's, he's, he's also, it's not because of race. I'm telling you, I just didn't like the quality. No, it's just race, dude. Come on, man. Yeah. Not a 20. And some of these shows that he's done, it just it doesn't make sense. It doesn't add up. And he's we're not the only, you know, and a lot of people are like, you know, people like writers and shit are like, it's kind of kind of weird how it's all this stuff. And some of it's very popular. Some of it was very looked forward to being seen. And now you're doing away with it because you want to start adding all this other shit, but why like with Batgirl, why it doesn't make sense that you would just kill it that way. It's already yeah. done. It's $90 million spent on it and you're just going to bury it. It doesn't make any sense. So it, it just, it was a lot. There's a lot of uh, shit going on with that guy. Yeah. I wanted to board or fire him. Yeah. I was I'll just finally get it. Well, you'll see yeah. the writing on the wall with this booty because they they have to be smarter than this. They have to know that what that that the, the Discovery Plus. A lot of people don't even know that's a streaming network. They don't even know it's around. Which 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 makes me wonder how they even got the money to buy HBO Max. I don't, I don't even know how that worked out. You know, because they're a- no 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 no. You're not understanding. HBO Max bought Discovery. It's, oh, that makes more sense. Then why would they and, let and, somebody and he, else? It's his job. He he ran Discovery at one time, mm-hmm. but now he runs HBO. And now when they bought Discovery, he's going to merge the two. Now, it would make sense to have like all that content that Discovery does, all that bullshit that they do. Yeah. Fine. Bring it over. Or TLC also, because it's, it's under the umbrella of Discovery. Uh, make it a button like you do all the other shit. Instead of right. getting, instead of just deleting everything else, but yes. it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. I don't see business wise how that's going to work. Unless he's trying to sabotage it for some greedy rich white man reason that we don't, we can't think of, we can't understand right now. It might be something to do with trying to lower the price of the stocks. I mean, there could be so many things that he's doing. For a reason to make, you know, that has something to do with money, making money that we don't know about or, or don't understand right now. I mean, this, this is ridiculous. Nobody would just can a ninety million dollar movie that got good results from screening people that screened it. They, they liked it, so you're just gonna throw away ninety million dollars? Just kick, just throw it. Yeah, it doesn't movie? even. Let's say it's a piece of shit, and they know it. Fine. Drop it where every studio drops their shit. Movies are movies they don't expect much from, so they can get the tax write off. Drop yeah. it in February, or January. Exactly. Why? Yeah. Why take a ninety million dollar loss? It doesn't make sense. No, this just seems like there's something nefarious going. Yeah, on. Yeah, there's something going on. He's he's doing something that is probably going to make him a shit ton of money. I'm pretty sure of it. I mean, I just don't know what it is. You know, but I know that's his driving force is trying to figure out how much money he can make off of this because it sounds like he's not even qualified to do this job. If you're going to do something stupid like that, you know, I don't know how he got the job, but then again, I don't know how some of these people get jobs. Anymore. Yeah, it's insane. I don't know how many times we've just on our little stupid podcast, we've come up with better things to do yeah. with, <laughs> with, with, with IP. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and some of the things we've talked about that have came to fruition have worked. So yeah. I know we don't have all bad ideas. Yeah, I know we're not that <laughs> we're not that dumb. Yeah. Uh, oh, do you see? Uh, I don't know if you even know who the dude is Andrew Tate. Do you know who he is? Yeah, he's uh, he was a UFC guy that became an actor. He's 
he's he's he's the misogynist guy on 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 the interwebs. Uh, so what did he say? I heard it. I I haven't read anything about it, but I heard. Uh, uh women are something slaves. On. Women should be should should be teachable. Women should do whatever the man says. The man owns the woman because when you get married, the father gives the bride away. So women are property. Blah blah blah. You know he's 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 saying everything. You know anti-feminist, which I'm, I don't believe totally in feminism anyway. I think they're a bunch of hypocrites. But regardless, um, he's saying all this stuff, and apparently uh, people are sick of him, so they banned him on every platform right now. Every major oh, platform has banned him. YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Everybody's banned him. Everybody. And he said, phase one of my plan complete. That was That's, his words. Wow. Those were his words. Phase one. I think I think he's got something big planned, and you know, I think he's gonna start his own platform. And since he's got all these dumb incel, you know, angry, you know, no sex having little white boys running around behind him, you know, telling him that he's God, he he, he might be successful in doing it. Because I got a feeling that's what he's trying to do is get his own platform up. You know, and he's got a big enough name because it's only been the last six months. Everybody's knew who he was. I didn't even know the band's name. And then I watched him kickbox. Not a very good kickboxer. I don't care how many world titles he's got. I was like, yeah, you're not that good, dude. I I don't know if it's a competition or the or the uh organization you were in, but you don't look that good. You know what I mean? I think he was a light heavyweight too. He just didn't he just didn't look that good. You know, he didn't look like a devastating kickboxing machine also people don't realize that he's half black you know people are like yeah this white boy is like oh god just look at his father dummy yeah it's always so funny they, they think that we come in one shade <laughs> I know, right <laughs> also they say well he's in romania right so black people came no he romania, went he, no he's not romania he went no, 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 there. Actually, he's in romania oh he yeah a, yeah his base of operations is in romania yeah he moved there to get away from like uh uh, born in Chicago, I think. Yeah, yeah, he's born here, but yeah. he ran there, so he he said it's you know get away with more, and they can't get to him about some of the shit he says and does. The guy is a super misogynist, though. Oh, I, absolutely. I, uh, he uh, it's so funny. Uh, you know, Tom Segura and his wife had him on their podcast. They thought he was funny, mm-hmm. and then they're like, oh god, you know. Afterwards, they're like, ah, oh, he was a good guest, and then shit came out later, and they're like. Holy shit. <laughs> it's yeah. like we had a fucking psychopath on our show. We should, yeah, we, 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 we should not have done that. Uh, it's, too, it's too late now. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Well, all, this, all this shit didn't come out until after the fact, you know. Yeah, it's too late now. But I'm just saying, it's just he's, I just think he's playing a game, dude. It's like, remember when I told you guys, you and uh, Antar and Stephanie, that if I wanted to get rich and famous overnight, all I'd have to do is become a black conservative and just say all the horrible things about black people that some of these other ones do and i can easily become rich and famous and that's kind of where andrew tate is going you know so, yeah speaking of black folks that sold their souls <laughs> did you see did you see the fucking idiot uh stacy dash not knowing that dmx was dead yeah I on, on tiktok like i didn't know shut the fuck she needs fucking help mental help she sucks yeah, she's got issues, dude. Everybody in the world, everybody in the rap music world knew he was dead. 
We all knew. Hell, did you see the funeral or the or the, or the viewing? He had? He's been dead for like a year. Yeah. Where were you at if you really didn't know? What were you paying attention to? How do you how did you not know? People who don't know rap music knows DMX is dead. Yeah. If you know anything about music, you know who DMX was and you know he's dead. And she was such a fan like she claims to be. You'd know. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> just, and she's brother, out of her fucking mind. And she's related to Damon Dash. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, not, exactly. I do not know. She sucks. It's just Jesus Christ. I just love how how the wheels fell off once Barack went out of went, was out of office. All of a sudden, she Fox News had no use for her anymore. Yep. I loved it when they booted her. Ah, made me so happy. Is it? It's almost. It's almost the second. It was the second happiest moment for me uh, when a celebrity gets gets their, gets their knees cut out from under them. First one, obviously, was Ronda Rousey. I mean, that was that was the greatest moment of my life. Of that 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 part of you know living uh, ever I was watching her get her face beat in. Oh, that was that was just. <laughs> Did you see uh, our favorite thick dummy? Um, what's her name? Uh, she's got a new right wing movie coming out. Um, uh, really? Is, who? Oh God, I call her a thick dummy because she is thicker than a bowl of oatmeal. But she is dumb as a stump. Um, she was in The Mandalorian for a while. Oh, Gina Carano. Yeah, Gina Carano. She has like this movie that Bannon did about uh, Joe Biden's son, like she's some kind of criminal mastermind. Uh, it's one of the right wing stupid movies, and she's the star of it. It's just so dumb. It looks. Look at the trailer. It just looks fucking terrible. Why couldn't you just be quiet about her opinion or just talk to her friends about that? I mean, why does everybody in the world need to know your opinions on everything? That's the only part of social media I don't understand. Is that every, you don't, especially if you've got a lot to lose. Like, she, yeah, yeah. You know, who cares what I think? You know, but right. her? Keep your mouth shut. What are you doing? Well, the freedom of speech, yeah, you also got consequences too. And look what happened to you. Yeah, all you had to do was not say anything. You don't have to. Con- you don't have to condone it, condemn it, or anything. Just don't say nothing. Couldn't even do that. And then you, and you lost the show. I don't feel bad for you. I really don't. no, I don't either. She's just too stupid. Yeah, that was on her. So, all right. My pain is kicking in, my brother. I'm gonna have to go lay down, man. No, we are coming up on that time. Um, and we are. Uh... So, folks, uh, this part of the show is over, but uh, right after this, it'll be uh, Evan and I. I don't, we don't have a name for the segment yet, but basically, he and I talk science fiction movies or uh, fantasy movies, just basically shit you won't watch or I can't get you to watch. So, I've outsourced that part of the show to, to Evan. <laughs> So, folks, stay tuned for that segment. Uh, the next time we do that segment, uh, we'll have a, an official name for it, but I don't have one. At, so we'll see. So uh, we are signing off. We'll see you next week. All right. Peace. Hello, I'm here with Evan, and we are going to talk about our uh, – we don't have a name for the segment yet, or if I do, I've already inserted it into uh, the episode. So this is that part of the of the show where we kind of talk about like you know stuff I can't get Marcel to watch.
Sci- it's the sci-fi fantasy corner. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> like the horror corner. <laughs> um, but we're going to talk about House of Dragon, and uh, we're going to delve deep into House of Dragon and uh, Rings of Power. Both debuted, a, a, which is kind of you want. I, at first, I thought it was kind of a bad decision to have those two shows very similar and you know, kind of sci-fi fantasy shows. But they're wildly different. Well, and also, okay, if it were 1978 and you had one TV with three channels, you know, mm-hmm. you you don't you don't have to worry about like I can stream this. Yeah. Like when when I watched it, I watched the second episode of House of the Dragon, and then watched the first two episodes of, uh, Ring of Power. Ring, Rings of Power back to back. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was three hours of fantasy, but since I enjoy fantasy and sci-fi, it was okay. Yeah. So, exactly. it, and it does, like, okay, they're competing, but that's good in a way. Then, then like, oh, okay, the, the cream will rise. Mm-hmm. And maybe, you know, if one of them's terrible, they'll cancel it and we don't have to watch it again. But Agreed. <clears throat> now, I think uh, of House of Dragon, you have seen... The first two episodes? Yes. The third one came out yesterday. Have not seen that yet. I haven't seen... I, and I was on vacation, so I didn't see the first... The la- I didn't see the second or the third. But by the next time we talk about it, we will have seen... We'll be up to date. Yeah. So, uh, first impression, what do you think? So, my initial response, because one thing I'm terrible about is... And I do it with restaurants, too. I go there the first time... And not everything is up to my standard. And I'm like, oh, this place is terrible. And I kind of did that with the first episode of uh, House of the Dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't feel like Patty Considine really, he didn't feel kingly to me. Yeah. Um, I can't, And I still can't. I can't look at Matt Smith and not see Doctor Who. He's starting to after again after having seen the second he's episode. So terrible though. He's such a horrible person. Oh yeah, he's awful. <laughs> and it, it, but you have to kind of you know like okay, I need to push that out of my brain. Mm-hmm. And he, I'm starting to come around on him as uh, as Damon. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, in the second episode, because you know if if you actually let them develop the characters a little, yeah, you you may start to see why they were acting like that in the first episode. <laughs> so there's a little more character development for him, and um, I am starting to like him as uh, as the king. Uh, Reese Ephens is amazing uh, as the hand uh, as oh, Hightower. Yeah. He's just uh, he's great. I I really enjoyed him. Um, and the the story, I, I don't think it's up to the same snuff as the first few episodes or first few seasons of Game of Thrones. Well, I think because I, I I I yeah, I remember we talked about it briefly, and I was like, just give it some time because Game of Thrones I, was this I, way. I know it kind of started out a little slow and laying track, but and I, I always think, for, but I always forget, like because yeah. it took me four times watching the first episode of Game of Thrones before <laughs> I went to the second episode. That's crazy, you know. And I do that all the time. Same thing with The Wire. It took me like oh, seven man. tries to get into the Wire. I was like, I know this is good, but yeah. I it's not catching me. Um, what uh, I think the advantage, I think the the con, the pro that this has. Is that we're going to have probably see a little more character development because, you know, in Game of Thrones you're dealing with what 
four houses, five houses sometimes. Yeah. And, in, and oh, well, it, and that's just the main houses. Then you yeah. have the side houses. And then you have and, all these little stories in between. Mm-hmm. This focuses on one house. Yeah. And and you have so we're gonna delve deep in on some of these people. And we kinda already know how it ends eventually. Right. So that and, so we, that's they, something I want to talk about in general after we've discussed both of them. Yeah. But go on. <laughs> yeah, it's something it's we know how it ends so they don't so there's not a lot of pressure to like tie up what this means this and it's because we already know where it's going. Right. So they have a little bit more room to explore a character. But um I liked it and but yeah, I'm definitely gonna um, I'm definitely, I'm in. I'm in to see where it goes. Yes. I haven't been disappointed yet, but uh, um, and there is so there is some stuff in the in the second episode that, um, uh, so no spoilers, but mm-hmm. uh, in the second episode that really do solidify the characters more, which mm-hmm. I already said, but um, um, and a, there's a twist. And then there's another twist, um, not not heavily uh, uh, foreshadowed, but mm-hmm. fairly foreshadowed. Um, but uh, but yeah, I I'm I'm of the same opinion. Um, oh, having not seen the having not seen the third episode yet. Yeah, I'm gonna like today because I work tonight. So, but my afternoon is gonna be spent catching up on on my stories. <laughs> gonna watch are, you gonna, are you gonna sit on the Davenport? Sit on the Davenport. Get a get a get a beer from the icebox. <laughs> put your feet up on the ottoman. <laughs> it was like you read my mind <laughs> because we were raised by old people. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's what I'm gonna do and. Uh, Watch those, and then last uh, and last night I watched the second episode. I finally got to finish the second episode of uh, Ring of Power. Now, uh, you know, which is the Lord of the Rings prequel. Uh, and now I think um, House of Dragon is 176 years before it's 176 Game of or 172. Yeah, or... it's like just under 200 years. Like thirty years shy of two hundred years of Game of Thrones, and uh, I th- and uh, I'm not sure how many years ahead of Ring of Power is before The Hobbit. Well, I think it takes place at the beginning of the Second Age. Yeah, the and rings have the rings. Yeah, rings haven't been forged. Beginning yet. of the Third Age. Okay. I think I I can't remember now. Something I learned that I was unaware. Because I thought this was based on the Silmarillion, mm-hmm. but it's not because Amazon doesn't own the rights to the Silmarillion. Oh, really? They only own the rights to Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, so they can't follow the Silmarillion. They have to like they kind can ha- they can use it as a yeah they can use it as a like kind of a guide, but then but all they really own is the Lord of the Rings because as we were watching it. Carol's looking stuff up. She's like, this isn't that. What? That's not how that happened in the Silmarillion. And then I explained that to her yesterday because I didn't know until yesterday after mm-hmm. we watched it on Saturday. And uh, so there's a reason that it's not following that because they can't, basically. And with wow. all of Jeff Bezos's money, he couldn't buy the rights to the Silmarillion? The family didn't want it. I mean, they had to prove it. Uh, oh. Uh, and they, they said no. Hmm. All right. Now there is a Tolkien involved because I saw him in the in the uh, in the credits, mm-hmm. 
Um, oh yeah, yeah. I, I have to imagine that's a relative. <laughs> and it could be because they. It could be something we don't know. But it, usually, when it's shit like that, uh, it's typically uh, they're not going to give you all the rights because they've already sold the rights or plan on selling the rights to someone else right. to do something else. Um, it's kind of why we haven't had a full on. Marvel Hulk movie. We only have Marvel adjacent movies, and we're probably not going to get one. But it looks like—I mean, this is veering way off course. But and I haven't even seen the show's episodes yet. But She-Hulk. Uh, have you watched any of that? I am caught up on She-Hulk. I have not seen one episode yet, and I will watch it. But I do know from what I've heard people talk about. Um, well, people I know that have seen the episodes. I didn't know you've seen it, but they were like um, talking about. It looks like they're setting up World War Hulk because uh, Banner's going off. It world. does. It does appear as that. And, and we kind of got that a little bit, but not really in the last Thor. The, the you know Thor Ragnarok. Ragnarok, but his story where he you know basically. Uh, Becomes like a, a planet leader of a planet, mm-hmm. so they might be setting that up. Now they can't do a movie about it, but they could probably do a TV show about it. Um, I've liked because She-Hulk. because the Sony still owns the rights and they won't give up the rights, so right. they can only use Hulk in other stuff or as supporting cast. So that's why we got Ragnarok. That's why it was more of a buddy cop, uh, you know, film mm-hmm. versus a, a getting a, a Hulk movie. But I hear they acknowledge. The last Hulk one, the one with Norton. Yes, they do acknowledge that. So that happened in in uh, Marvel timeline, which is kind of cool. Well, um, okay, got to do She Hulk real quick because we're on it. <laughs> we yeah. can come back to Rings yeah. of Power. Um, it is very much in the vein of eighty She Hulk, where she breaks the fourth wall, yeah, and stuff like that. I heard that. And she they they acknowledge the the, the Norton, and she reacts to the screen. Oh, okay. Because he says, you know, I'm a. It's like I'm a completely different person, and she, ha ha. <laughs> um, so yeah, they definitely hung a lampshade on it. But okay, um, I've enjoyed. It's a it's a silly sitcom. Yeah, that's what I heard. It's just it, like, and it, I've gotten a few laughs. So what I like, I'm going to continue watching. It. But this is what I like what Marvel's doing with, uh, with that. Uh, like we have a Moon Knight show. We have. She-Hulk show. I never thought we'd ever see this shit in my lifetime. Right. It's just insane. Right. Moon Knight, really? And we, we have a whole I show know we discussed it, but it's just, you know, like when I was sitting in, I think it was the first Avengers, mm-hmm. and 12-year-old me is just dying. Like, like, I can't believe I've seen this. This is, this is happening. <laughs> I didn't even read the Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every once in a while, yeah. but I didn't read the Avengers. I was more of an X-Man guy. Yeah. And I'm sitting there I'm like, I can't. This is happening, and none of the other movies did that up to that point for some and, reason. And well, did yes. it and did it well. Well, what I like about um, was like all these shows, even Miss Marvel, which you know, they're they're this is their way of getting rid of uh, origin stories because mm-hmm. these are all all these characters are going and even a new Captain America, uh, you know, um, um. Bucky Sam. and Sam and Captain America and Winter Soldier or the or White Wolf, I think is what they're calling him. Anyway, whatever it's going to be, uh, these are all laying track for the origin stories, and we're just going to get the movies because She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, Moon Knight—they're all going to be in movies, sure. all of them—and we're just eliminating 
Uh, well, and that's why we're eliminating origin stories, and that's why you had like I mean, Oscar Isaac is not a B-list actor. No, playing Moon Knight, you know. So obviously they're throwing money at him and saying, mm-hmm. "Hey, we not only are you going to do this, but then." And it looks like you know we have Blade coming down the pike, which means we might have uh, a Ghost Rider. I really think I don't know if you. I really think it's going to be a. It's kind of a deep cut, but I think. We're gonna get a mid uh, Midnight Suns, which is like a, I don't know Midnight Suns. They're kind of like a dark Avengers. There's oh, okay. Constantine, Blade, um, Moon Knight, um, Ghost Rider, and and um, and um, oh god damn it, I forget um, the you know like an oh and uh, uh, Black Knight. Okay. Um, and it also looks like they're setting up, you know, they're, they already said it. They're setting up uh, um, Fantastic Four, which will we might have our first actual competent Fantastic Four movie. Because you know, I, I'm not going to hold my breath, but yes, it is. It, well, it is much. It is much more likely to be. Competent. Well, look at uh, Moon. We talked about Moon Knight uh, in that first few episodes when he's in a foreign country. He's in Latveria. Mm-hmm. That's Doctor Doom's. Country. I just. I, who are they going to make Doctor Doom? I don't know. That's that's what I'm really curious about. Like because that, that, they do Doom that right. hinges on it. Yeah, they do Doom right. He's going to be as big as or bigger than Iron Man was. Even though it was crazy how Iron Man everything in the first phase of Marvel was based around a third tier character because Iron Man in the comics was never a top guy. No. But it was what they had. It was what right. Marvel had to work with. Because they'd sold everything else. Yeah. <laughs> so so let's do a Marvel man, or Iron Man movie. And they made him what he is. They kind of put Mr. Captain America. Captain America was a very popular comic in the early early 80s and late 70s. Sure. And, of course, the 40s. But they made him a top player again. I mean, mm-hmm. just based on the movie. So um, I think we're going to get a Dark Avengers, too. Or Thunderbolts. Well, they've, they've announced Thunderbolts. Have they announced Thunderbolts? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Oh, shit. I, I could be wrong. But no, I think you're probably like, right. I think because it's in like phase six. Because we're, that means we're going to get a Red Hulk. Abomination keeps popping up and stuff. So we're going to, you know, he's he's uh, in the Thunderbolts. Um, and, uh, of course, Mr. Uh, Mister Tim Roth is excellent. Yeah, in, he is. In She-Hulk. Yeah. Well, he's, in, he's excellent in everything. Uh, yeah, 2024. Holy shit, we are getting a Thunderbolts. Pre-production expected July 26, 2024. Well, William Hurt's dead now, so we're not going to get a... Uh, I don't know what we're going to do for a Red Hulk. Are they we... only have uh, Florence Pugh, Wyatt Russell, and Daniel Brühl hmm. uh, in the cast currently. Um, and I think we're going to get like a Dark Avengers because we're gonna, they're going to use Russell... Uh, they're going to use a U.S. agent again. Yeah. He's just too good. And uh, we already got... Uh... He has such a punchable face. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Because I don't want to punch Kurt Russell. And he looks a lot like his dad. Yeah, he but... does. He even has but... a lot of his mannerisms, too. And it's it, kind of I'm, crazy. I'm sure it's just his acting. But like that, oh. whole, that whole show, I'm like, God, I just want to sock him. <laughs> what? Uh, and uh, the woman that plays uh, Black Widow's sister... Florence Pugh. Thank you. Yeah. yeah she's definitely coming back. Yeah. And we already... Uh, we know we're going to get... Uh, a predecessor to Hawkeye. We that whole show Hawkeye was about that, right? And it's not his daughter, but it's a, a you know. It's a I just want to see Baron Zemo in his 
uh, a, his comics accurate costume at one point. Oh yeah, that's all I really want. Yeah, I think they'll do it. Our our close facsimile. And yeah, he's a good Zemo. What's his name? He's a good Zemo. Daniel Bruhl. Yeah, he's great. Um, but yeah, I, it's it, Marvel's doing it right. It's just, I, it's I doing agree. It right. I know a lot of people disagree with that. How but, how can you disagree with? Well, that? because it's dumb, and it, I don't like it. And why are there? <laughs> people who aren't white in this and, <laughs> yeah. I mean that's not everybody but, but it is, and, uh, it is. I've seen I some, love that Marvel doesn't cater to that they're like fuck you well but I've, I've also I've seen some legitimate criticism about some of the writing and I can't argue with it well like like it's formulaic well, well no formulaic. That, that it's um, and this is actually a good transition back to my opinion of Rings of Power okay um, that they they're telling you they're not showing you Oh, They're yeah. telling you that this person has this trait, not showing you that that person has that, this trait. That 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 um, is, and a that problem. was one of the big, and and I I can't argue with that, mm -hmm. you know, and and that's not that's not the actor's fault. That's not it. It's, no, it's all in the writing. It's all in the writing, and I can ignore that if there's enough entertaining stuff around it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't like. Yes, I know what they're doing here, and it's lazy or somewhat incompetent writing. But if there's enough cool stuff, I can uh, like okay, fine, I'll deal with it. Yeah. Um, and that is one of my problems with Rings of Power. Ah, tell uh, me. Well, about. like Galadriel, they're like, well, she really loved her brother. Well, okay, couldn't you have shown me that she loved her brother? I mean, they kind of, they, they kind of do. They kinda, or, you know, yeah. oh, she's this great warrior. Like, well, yeah, we haven't really, really do. She, she, she killed that orc or that troll, the snow troll, snow troll by herself. But then, like the and the fact that the the guy who was already mutinous. Mm -hmm. would continue to follow her after the king was like no we're done like they they didn't they didn't really show her leadership skills in my opinion enough to to justify them going oh i guess we'll keep going you know yeah if they they, they i agree that i mean there's only so much you can show in an hour but they could have even in a montage because they were supposedly on that trail for years right I mean, and then a, it's just like, oh, she's a teenager. Oh, now they're climbing an ice ball. It was funny. She because she was just coming across as kind of a dick. She mm -hmm. wasn't like when he, when he and the rest of the elves decided to mutant, mutant. You know, like you want to do this, you can do it alone. <laughs> I was kind of with him because oh, she yeah. hasn't shown why they should follow exactly. Because I was like, it's, it didn't feel like that. I agree with you because it didn't feel that much of a betrayal because people are getting killed left and right. And she's like, we're just gonna go. I'm like, well, well, fuck you. I mean, why should they follow you? I would have I would have stopped at the ice fall. Yeah. Like, we're going to climb this. No, we're no, not. Fuck you. <laughs> you can. I, I ain't doing it. I'm going, I'm going back <laughs> oh, so to where it's we're warm. We're climbing this with just two hooks, and if one of us falls, we all fall. There's no way. Yeah. No, I'm out. I'm out. Did I mention I'm afraid of heights? I'm out. But, well, and, but if they had shown her. If they had shown her being some rally the troops leader right. someone that they would die for yeah I, I get that then it makes sense up until the point where they're like nope we're done the, mm -hmm. the king said we're done we're done like no yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna keep going yeah um, right. she's yeah but she just comes across as kind of a obsessed asshole about yeah. it and so I was, when they the when entire they, time I was thinking she's Captain Ahab mm -hmm. <laughs> so when so when so when yeah so when they mutiny when they mutinize I was like eh I, I get it. I would yeah. fuck her, um, <laughs> but that that was that was something that that you know as I was watching it, I didn't mm -hmm. even it wasn't even like after I thought about it after getting done with the episode, it was just like why why is this happening? Yeah, 
Um, okay, I give you that because that, that I had the same exact feeling but, watching that. And that that's kind. Of, I don't really care about anybody in the show either. Well, maybe Galadriel a little bit. Oh, and something else um, regarding casting. She she actually looks the part. I think she looks. She actually kind of reminds me of Jodie Foster, a little bit okay. looks wise. But why did they cast Martha Plimpton to play Elrond? I don't know. You, you know what you know what Martha Plimpton looks like, right? I'm pulling her up right now. I'm so bad with names. Uh, Martha Plimpton. I'm going to Plimpton. P L Plimpton. It, she's she's not. That's that's the thing. If you look up Martha Plimpton. Oh, Robert Amayo. Oh, Robert is playing Elrond. Robert Armeo is playing Elrond. Yes, but especially in his ear makeup. Yeah. Very much reminds me of Martha Plimpton. Oh, that's <laughs> Martha Plimpton. Oh shit, yeah. And then him they and the Elrond. Look, they look like they could be siblings. <laughs> like, that's crazy. So I'm watching it and I'm like, okay, first we have to take first we have to take out the fact that, you know, these people are trying to play characters that in the in, in the others were played by some of the best actors working at the time. Now, okay, so is this yeah, this is thousands of years before The Hobbit. Yeah. It's supposed to be like a thousand or fifteen hundred years before The Hobbit. Yeah, like I said, I couldn't remember exactly how long the ages are, but yeah. um so I just looked it up. But yeah. And so. I think they're both doing an okay job, but like you're trying to fill Kate Blanchett and Hugo Weaving's shoes, and that is not easy. No. And and also we have to take into account that these are younger versions of them, so they wouldn't have as much gravitas, but that it I can't say it took me out of it. But and that's the other thing. Like, what what do we know about Elrond? What do we know about Galadriel? Mm -hmm. Except for what they've told us. You know, oh, he's yeah. a speechwriter and he can't go to council meetings. Okay, what else? <laughs> oh, he's a shitty friend. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. and that that's <laughs> the thing. Like, Durin actually had more character development and more of an arc in the what 15, 20 minutes he's on screen mm -hmm. than the two main characters have through the entire episode. Yeah, uh, yeah. The whole episodes. scene when he goes to the, the he goes to, to, to the dwarves. Dwarves. And, like, and he's butthurt. Has dinner. Yeah. Has and, dinner. And I think he. I don't think he's being unreasonable. Like, dude, no, it's like you miss my wedding. You miss the friends of my children. If we're friends, well, I haven't seen you in twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's nothing for you, but it's a lifetime for me. <laughs> right. I'm married. I have kids. They're growing up, and so. And, but that that was a good character development on both for both characters. It was, he was to like, a degree because he was like he, because you could tell like when they're in the elevator and he had that conversation, he never really thought about it. It's right. like, oh yeah, it time is way different for me than yeah. you. I'm going to be alive for thousands of years. Right. So yeah, I guess that that is a good point because he does have a little bit of an arc. He's like, there, oh like, shit. Oh, I have. Yeah, you're right. Been you, a shitty friend. You'll, you'll be dead in like thirty years. <laughs> I got like I got like you know I got another age to, to you know to age. I'll I'll be alive thousands of years after this. Um, and I I I'm still trying to figure out what her plan was diving off the boat. Like I'm just gonna sw swim till I hit Middle Earth. Yeah, that's what, yeah. But she's like I yeah that that was kind of I was like that was kind of short sighted. Yeah. It's like how smart is she? I mean, you wait till the eleventh hour, they're gonna disappear, and then you're gonna swim back. Yeah, you're gonna die of exhaustion. Long, you're, yeah, because she's yeah, she's an elf, but and they are they are hardier than humans. Not yeah. as much as a, a dwarf, but I'm assuming right. dwarfs would sink. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> can't imagine they're good swimmers. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, like oh yes, I'm I'm a great warrior, and uh, oh look, oh I'm in the middle of the ocean now. 
Yeah. There is a little too much of she's a badass, but we haven't seen her being yeah. a badass. We've seen her doing a lot of stupid things and things that are short-sighted, like jumping off the boat at the last minute. Just You knew you know you didn't want to go. Just don't go. Right. Um, and the well, they were they were looking for a set piece, I guess. Not even really an action set piece, more of a just. I mean, it was maybe so we could see some elves that, on a boat. Oh, just so we can see that uh, sea monster tear it apart, and she can meet that guy that's going to be a potential love interest. Oh well, yeah, that I guess yeah, that because that is that is the action set piece that yeah. the that the heaven set piece sets up. Mm-hmm. And I, the hobbits, the Harfoots, like, what are yeah. they even doing? I find, oh God, I, I swear some were tearing us apart, but I actually like the show. But I, I, I put it as okay, meh, so far. Like it's, eh, it's. Okay, I like that world, so I'm going to watch it. I'm, I am too. I, I'm and, at least going to give it two more episodes. I'm going to finish it. I'm going to finish it because I. Uh, but uh, at the very least, I finish it so I can talk about it. Yeah, that's reasonable. And, and, and uh, I, I, I thought of, I, I was discussing it last night with Carol and like. I'll probably finish it. She's like, I might not. I was like, well, yeah, you have to you finish wanna, it because whenever you want to dip out. There's only going to be like, I think, eight or nine episodes, so you have to finish it because we have to. And I, I will. It's homework at it's, this point. I, well, because I, I like even shitty fantasy. I mm-hmm. enjoy. So I mean, I watched the first Dungeons and Dragons movie. Oh god, that was I didn't terrible. like the first Dungeons and Dragons movie, I was so but I watched it. <laughs> if it was even a little bit like the cartoon, I would have been happy. Oh, it yeah. tried to be, but it wasn't great. Well, have you seen the Have you seen the trailer for the new I one? Saw, I saw that with Chris Pine. Yeah, yeah, that looks like it'll be fun. I'm I'm excited about it because I'm hoping that this is what gets it in. Because there's no story you can't tell in D and D. Yeah, it it's literally a storytelling framework. Um, you know, it's bang bang, you're dead. Well, no, I'm not. Well, let's roll these dice and find out. Yes, you are. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's what it is. It's it's creative it's it's mm-hmm. a mutual storytelling yeah. but so there's no story you can't tell and i kind of understand why they're going the guardians of the galaxy route yeah kind of get in on that joke but there's no reason you couldn't do you know a dramatic series on hbo or prime or whatever that's set in that universe and people uh like just with like fantasy and look if we're talking about like uh i mean i liked it it was different and my daughter liked it but we watched like um, Kevin Smith's uh, revised He-Man series. I watched part of it. It was I'm, like it. I needed, I, I needed the first one to have He-Man in it. That was my well. The first, the first, kill him. The first reboot. They kill him I, off. I want He-Man in. Skeletor. But you know, it's called He-Man. So I, they I, kill I him off. But he comes back, and when he turns, and they they used they did like a uh, a really cool thing that I kind of forgot about from like the comics. And uh, was that when he comes back, you know, because the sword is what regulates him. Right. But it, it doesn't just bring him to He-Man to, to Adam. It regulates the He-Man. Because without it, because the sword gets destroyed, I think. So without it, he's Savage He-Man, which is like the Red Hulk, basically. Yeah. He's He-Man without, like, bounds and, and reason. Okay. He's like, I know Adam wanted you dead. But and you're with people that are, uh, you're with people that are like, um, I'm not supposed to hurt because they're not you, but they're with you, so you're all going. <laughs> and he's like that. Okay. <laughs> uh, I haven't finished the second season, and all, not because it was bad. It's just, you know, is because I have so much shit to watch, and right. I don't have enough time. I'm very busy. Yeah, I, have, and, I, uh, I, I may revisit it. 
Yeah, um, I, I'm going to revisit But again, it. there's a lot to watch. Yeah. And yeah, I get it. Uh, but that's just the thing. He was like, everyone's expecting me to, you know, have He-Man and do like the old cartoons. I'm going to do some different. He hired all these good writers to do episodes. And, and, and you can tell there was work put in it. I mean, they're done. It told its story. It was like a, a limited series. But it was not bad. I, I got to finish it by season for season two. But that's way off base. Uh, so Rings of Power, we're both going to check it out. We're eh, we're both not in love with it, but we don't hate it. At least yeah, that's I, th- the I think I, I get the feeling that you like it a little more than I do. I but do. I, and I don't. I don't. But hate you it. have a vag- You have valid arguments. I mean, you were able to turn me on her character because I was ready to defend her. But <clears throat> yeah, you can't deny. I can't deny what you were saying about. And it's her. not her. It's not her fault. No, it's all about the writing. It's all about the writing. Um, and I just I wonder like. Again, Jeff Bezos can't throw his money at better, better writers. What? Well, I think what it was is like he he, he fought to get this made, and he's but he's not the CEO anymore of. of they still Amazon. have lots. Of, Amazon has lots of money. That's all I'm yeah. saying. Well, it's the most expensive TV show ever. Really? For season one, it's even more than Game of Thrones. Season Game of Thrones is about thirteen to fourteen million per episode. Mm-hmm. This is. Uh, so I don't know how many episodes are going to be in Game of Thrones. Like probably ten. They usually do eight to ten. Yeah, somewhere in there. Um, this one I think is nine or ten episodes. Five hundred million dollar price tag. Half a billion. Well, okay. I will say it looks. Great. It looks great. It, it looks, looks phenomenal. Absolutely great. It is. They cut no corners. It's like we're watching segments of a of a big movie. And and it, I set pieces are. Hands down, I haven't seen any CGI that really Looks stands wonky. that stands out to me mm-hmm. um, as bad. I mean, you know, obviously, there's a lot of CGI in there that you don't know is CGI, mm-hmm. just like in everything. You know, oh, I can always see CGI. No, you don't ever see CGI. You there's all of the CGI that you're complaining about is only things that move. Yeah, <laughs> that should be that are creatures. That's the only that's the only CGI that you notice because you don't notice the obvious you know the huge vista going off into nowhere like in the like in the dwarves uh cave mm-hmm. all of that was cgi except for the the elevator probably yeah and it, they may have just been standing on a platform and painted the elevator over it but you don't see it because it's not unless it's egregious that that does happen you right. know sometimes you'll see like a mountain in a movie and like oh okay that's cgi but that's so that happens so seldom mm-hmm. but um the like the giant battle I knew was I knew that was CGI, but it did not look. No, it looked great. Yeah, so um, and you know I re, I re, annually I revisit um, Lord of the Ring movies. It's just a good holiday movie to have one in the background. Mm-hmm. It just feels that way, probably because they all came out at right. Christmas time. But uh, I mean, some of the CG looks a little. A little wonky here it's, and there, it's but it still dated. holds up. It still yeah, holds this up. This is something else I was discussing with with her uh, yesterday. Was that you know, and they knew because I, I remember watching the supplemental material on mm-hmm. the on the the extended versions. Yeah, I, I, I have the extended versions, and I watched all those discs at some point, and they were talking about the, they did it. They knew it wasn't. They knew it was going to age, but they wanted it to age well, mm-hmm. and that's why they made the decisions they did about like you know building. Uh, uh, the the castle of Rohan on a hill in the middle of a field in New Zealand instead of doing it CG. Yeah, you know, and they they knew that 
Such as such attention to detail. That makes yeah. that's such a good decision. That, oh, and speaking of which, that the some of the weapons and oh, yeah. costumes in Rings of Power, like the uh, the elves' um, swords, because in Lord of the Rings it was you know like intricately detailed and mm-hmm. had the and then like uh, dude and his his partner his partner's sword is just like gray. Well, with no with no embellishments or anything like well, that, and I know there there are probably reasons for that. Like, well, I think I think the reason it's funny. I noticed that the attention to detail is lesser, but it is, you know, sixteen hundred years before. Sure. So they probably weren't doing that yet. Yeah, and and that was that was the only justification I could find was because it just kind of like because they played, like, they did so much other attention to detail. Uh, uh, I have one more thing, and it was in the realm of fantasy. And then I have a question for you. I think I talked to you about it before. I believe I hope so. You have. And I, then we we'll have to. End. I probably have nothing. But <laughs> oh well, you you have some. You told me what you might have had. So okay. Um, uh, and then we'll go because this is a segment, and we're going to be creeping up. <laughs> Even edited, this is going to be closer to an hour than not. <laughs> so, and so it's going to be like a three-hour Black Nerd episode. Um, I um, last night. Uh, my girlfriend and I saw 3,000 Years of Longing. I loved it. That was a hell of a movie. There's two things. I didn't know it could be a touching Jin story. Right. And uh, I didn't realize uh, three quarters of that movie is just spent in our hotel room right. talking about yeah. how he came but, to be. But... It was totally interesting. Yeah. I was Even in, when they're in the hotel room and not in some kind of flashback or flash forward. Yeah. Or, yeah. I was not bored when I... I loved the movie. It was a great movie. And it, it was very pretty to look at. Mm-hmm. Um, I... Uh, well, Tilda Swinton and Idris Elba are both great actors, so mm-hmm. that helps. Um, and George Miller might know a thing about visuals. Thing, I love that George Miller made that movie. For people who don't know, I'm a bit of a George Miller fan because I love his story on how he got into filmmaking. He was a, he was a he's he was Australian mm-hmm. and he was a dentist. I was boring Cashel with the same story last night when I was kind of giving because I, I will if, find it interesting. If you saw it, if you if you know, whenever I get wax poetic about filmmaking or the process, she I, she humors me because <laughs> she's my girlfriend, but I could just see the glazing over. <laughs> <laughs> I could just see it. <laughs> and she's like, no, I'm totally interested. She's like, no, you're not. You like me. You don't like my stories about filmmaking. Um, <laughs> um, she, uh, he, um, he was Australian and he had, uh, he was a very successful dentist and he had a practice, several, several, you know, um, offices. Okay. And but he's always he was a big time film guy, film nerd, wanted to make movies, and since he you know was a very successful dentist, he used some of his money and financed his first movie that he wrote and directed. His first movie was Mad, or was uh, yeah Mad Max. Mad Max, yeah. And he's entire in fact an entire franchise he wrote and directed, with the exception of Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. He only directed that, right? No, that's the one he didn't direct. Oh, okay. He started to direct it, but he's not. He's he's in the credits as a director, but he's not the director. Okay. Because he from from that movie back, 
he used uh, his one of his cinematographers and or no one of his yeah cinematographer and producer producers of everything he's done was his best friend. He died during production. Oh, so okay. he went into like the deep depression and didn't want to be involved and didn't want to finish the project. Mm. So he hired another director to finish writing it and direct it because okay. he had started to write it and was going to direct it. Um, that's why we have like the kids. That's why it's the only one that's PG thirteen. Uh, okay. Because someone else had the rings, and he just kind of like wasn't all in on you know. It's like we'll make this PG thirteen wide audience. Yeah, whatever. Don't care. I'm grieving. I don't care. So when he came back with uh, with um, this latest one, um, uh, Fury Road, he was back to form. Now Fury Road is a great action movie, a lot of fun to watch. But when you take into account a 72 year old man wrote and directed that movie. Usually directors, action directors, when they get old like that, they just kind of just lose a, they lose a touch. They lose right. a step. And as, as Quentin Tarantino talked about the very same thing. That's why he's, he says, after I make my 10th movie, he counts Kill Bill as one, which he should. It should have been one. Right. The studio right. didn't want him to do one long three hours, so he said, all right, I'll split into part one and part two. But he, so he, count, he considers that one movie. But he says when he's done 10, he's like, if I, by the time I do my 10th movie, I'll be 60. He's like, very seldom do old directors age well. They just get in a, you know, they lose touch. And uh, that's what he wants to end out on top. George Miller is, he was 75 when he did this movie. Jesus. And he didn't miss a step. It was a fucking great entertaining movie. Yeah. And it wasn't, it wasn't super, there were, there were, there were a few action set pieces. But yeah. It but was, it was more of a character study. Yeah. Um, and, well, also I'm sure people know, but he, George Miller also directed Babe Pig in the City. That's right. And Happy Feet. That's right. Wildly <laughs> successful films. And, and <laughs> maybe a little completely on the opposite end of the spectrum oh, yeah. from Mad Max and the Road Warrior. Yeah. Um, but it just, yeah, and they were successful. They were big movies. I was yeah. like, yeah, I love that. I love a director that wants to stay in a genre, and I love a director that they can like just go, I can do anything. Yeah. Like John... John Carpenter, uh, uh, he's like, I love like these Grindhouse-style movies. I want to elevate them and prove that these movies are... He's kind of got... He's like one of my biggest filmmaking influences, but he's like... Uh, I lo- he's, it sucks that his career... He's out now, mostly. He doesn't give a shit. Um, he, he'll, he'll score the Halloween movies. He's more into making music now. And his score, well, music, he, his scores. he jumped genres too. Yeah, I mean, but, but, mostly focused in horror. But. Yeah, but my my point is, he was, uh, he's like, I'm staying in this lane because I love this lane. That's cool. I love that. But I like George Miller, who can go anywhere. But with uh, Carpenter, he's like, he was so ahead of his time. He's just not appreciated till now. Yeah, he was so ahead of his time. I I certainly did not expect to enjoy the thing as much as I did or for it to be oh. as good a film as it is. Yeah. Not, I, not, you know, not that I didn't trust your judgment. But, <laughs> I get it, I get it. But at the same time, like, okay, it's a horror movie. It's, it'll be okay. <laughs> and then I'm just, I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, Damon was entirely right. What the fuck was I, what was, what was I thinking? <laughs> but I really enjoyed this movie. It, it's like, uh, it's a story about, uh, so tell the, uh, it's a lonely scholar on a road trip to Istanbul uh, where is that it's in um, Turkey Turkey thank you uh, Heather's going to Turkey soon 
discovers a Jin who offers her three wishes in exchange for his freedom. And I like they kind of talk about the three wish things. He has like the rules. You can't mm-hmm. wish for more wishes and all that stuff. And she's like, every Jin story ends with a heartache and people, it's a trap. And he's like, it's not a trap. I'm not, yeah, there are Jins that do that. I don't do that. And a lot of the conversation is about how he came to be and her trusting him not to fuck her over. Yeah. And, uh, what I did like, uh, it was a small attention to detail, but uh, just as a person of color, as a black man who loves movies, uh, all movies, it was just refreshing to see it for a change. Like, some of the people that they portrayed in the movies were the, the race they were supposed to be. Yeah. Sheba. I don't know how many times... Huh? Sheba, for example. Yeah, I don't know how many times I've seen the Queen of Sheba played, always by someone white. I was I was telling this to Michelle. I was like, she's like, oh, I never noticed. It's like, why would you? But, you don't but have. Don't I was have like, I was to. like, you've seen, you've seen. Uh, I told her, I was like, you've seen um, uh, the Mummy movies with uh, Brendan Fraser, right? And she's like, yeah, it's like the love interest. She was supposed to be a descendant of the Queen of Sheba, who was just her played with uh, Egyptian makeup on. I was like. It's it's refreshing that it's played by a black person because she was black. Uh, another thing that bothers me about these movies is like I, I use this as an example because it's indefutable. I mean, if you, anyone who believes reads the Bible, it's there. I don't know how many fucking times, but every time they do a biblical movie and they talk about Noah or not Noah, um, Moses, his wife, his wife was in, it's said like ten times in the in the Bible. His wife was Ethiopian. Who she always played by? A white woman. Hmm. Every time. Yeah, that... Now, you can probably... That doesn't quite fit. You can make the argument, oh, well, you know, maybe she was white and Ethiopian. No one was making those, crossing those boundaries yet. <laughs> so, no. There may have been some cross-pollination, but not, not heavily, and probably not someone who is royalty, or, yeah. you know, like... Yeah, you're not gonna... Weren't, weren't a lot of white ladies who are Ethiopian queens, I'm South guessing. South of Africa... White woman. Okay. <laughs> so when I saw that Sheba was played by a person, you know, a black woman, I was like, holy shit. That's a great attention to detail. But I, I loved it. It was a great story. It was a, it was a, it was a love story, but it was, I'm usually not into those, but was, I was into this. It was a li- what, what she did was a little problematic. Sheba? No. Uh, uh, Tilda Swinton's character. Uh, Wishing for him to love her. Like, well, well, it's a little bit of taking well, consent that, away. That but. talks about, I mean, he's like someone has something they desire that they don't want to even admit. And that all the, all that was, and she she calls it out towards the end, though. Yeah, that's She's true. like, she does. I did something to you that you, you know, I wanted you to love me. And I, I shouldn't have done that because I was still not giving you a choice. But that was what she wanted. She right. wanted someone to love her the way she wanted to be loved. But it turned out he already did. Um, That's why you know. So. so the 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 one little bit of lore I really appreciated was how Jin become Jin. They're mm-hmm. they're electromagnetic. Yeah, and I was like. Oh, that's kind of cool. That's a cool. Uh, I like that. You know, like oh no, they're not from clay. They're from fire, kind of. You know, so I, I I enjoyed that little bit of world building because I I I do enjoy when fiction tries to meld science and fantasy yeah um that's one of my favorite things so 
you know, because what is it? Uh, magic is just technology we don't understand yet. Yeah, that's kind of like what I liked about Thor, because they, they talked about that in, I mean, the, the movies. They were, like, calling him a god. And he's like, yes and no. Yeah, I'm a god to some people, but it's really just our, what you guys call magic, we just call technology. Right. It's just what we do. It's just how we do it. Yeah. You could do it if you knew. Yeah. Uh, so I, uh, I like that. Um, Tilda Swinton's, I didn't realize. Uh, Idris Alba and I are the same age. Tilda Swinton is... Uh, 60, isn't she? Yeah, she's 60. 60. 61. Well, it's something, something. She, she looks she, great. She just doesn't. She does. I. I think she's an elf. <laughs> yeah, she. Some kind of sprite, fae of some sort, because uh, yeah, this she's is something. She's sixty-three. This is something. Carol and I were talking about after we saw the movie. Like, she can be beautiful. She's very. I. I've always said this about Tilda Swinton. She's oddly attractive. Yes. It's like I think she's striking. attractive. She's I, striking. Yeah, I, I don't know why I find her attractive. I just do. And 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 there, but there are other times where you're like, Ugh. she's well, she's like a chameleon. Yeah. Look at her in in uh, Snowpiercer. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> but then her in like uh, like like this movie, she just like looks like an older woman, but she doesn't look old. She right. doesn't look sixty three. No. That's for damn sure. Idris doesn't look fifty. You know, well, no. fifty one either. But. Um, but uh jeans and clean living oh, there you go and melanin that helps <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about i'm doing fine <laughs> but um I, i'm not i'm not frog colored oh like uh you see her in have <laughs> you seen her in uh, <laughs> you can't see him from the top because it's dark you can't see him from the bottom because it's light <laughs> <laughs> have you seen her in um uh what was that movie uh she did like uh she was in the Remake of uh, Georgia Dario Argento's uh, opera. Uh, was it opera? Suspiria. Suspiria. Why do I think opera? That I the... haven't. I haven't seen the remake. I she watched, looks great in that. I watched the original probably thirty plus years ago, but have not uh, have not seen the the remake. And I understand it's decent. Uh, yeah, it is. It's a crazy movie, but that's a crazy story. Um, um, so yeah, that was what I uh, three thousand years of longing. I liked a lot. Yeah, I I went to see it at our our, our favorite uh, our favorite theater that we like to say is not a sponsor. We just like it. The Kiggins at, Theater at the Kiggins Theater, Vancouver, Washington, iconic Kiggins Theater. Um, In fact, I have a piece of artwork that I've walked past on the wall over there at the Oscar. I've uh, walked past that thing uh, probably a hundred times in my youth going to a movie more than 100 over the years uh, but when they redid it they got rid of all their old stuff and that and was that, that was purchased that was but part of it. Yep. yeah uh went to see it um and it it was i oops i don't think about a lot of movies after i've seen them mm -hmm. you know i i watch them i enjoy them but this one i was still like just over the last couple of weeks it'll pop into my head like oh yeah that was really cool yeah it was cool i really liked it it was a great Love story. Um, uh, before we go, I had three questions. Kind of a rip off of what. Uh, well, we can we can do three questions next time. That way, I have time to come up with. You know people. what? I like that. That's you're right. Um, all right, folks. Uh, this is the end of our unnamed sci-fi uh, fantasy segment. 
uh, Evan and I will probably have one for next week or the week after. Either way. Somewhere in there. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.